now. No, not now. Later? Later. Minutes from now? Maybe. Sooner? Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. You don't right. count. You're a robot today. Robot <laughs> Craig, present. There is. Robot Geerk, present. Robot Respawn, present. Okay, our, oh, tr our trio of robots no. are here. We have our Sarah frames all set, Night Demon, so I think we're good to go. It, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's kind of staying true to form of the season. Robots all around us. Добро пожаловать, Кумрец, to Two Titans and the Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. Dedicated in bringing you all the latest information, news and opinions. This is the лучший show for new and veteran apicunne alike. Where we share tips, tricks and tools to help you succeed and enjoy the game even more. Now you know what we do. Let me introduce you to my comrades in arms. The Zdorovo Perauti. The Stremna America's no one response in real life. And the class and удивительными тедамин. До свидания. Hello and welcome to the show this week. Hi. I am Night Demon, your British Hi, host. Joined by the roving reporter Respawn in his car on his way home. Hi Respawn. <laughs> And my faithful titan to the left of me, Parody, who Hi, is now telling us that he's a, a Dredgen times 10,000 because all he mm -hmm. does is now play Gambit. He's a Gambiteer for life, forever. Did you guys get any Seraph weapons yet? Because I didn't. What, what are these Seraph weapons you speak of? I, I've only played Gambit. I don't know. Under, I, I understand there's different parts of this game, but I haven't actually right. interacted with much of it yet, so I couldn't really tell you. Well done. Already gilding Dredgen? One day into the season? Is it level eight now? Uh, just seven. Oh, seven. It's a couple days into the season. It's it's been it it it's been four days. You know, since the season launched. Come on. Yeah. The Thirty maybe. wins was the worst part because I kept playing people that didn't want to invade, and so we would just lose because our team just wouldn't invade. And I go, fine, I'll, I'll do it. I'm terrible at it, but I'll do it. <laughs> Someone's That's the way I to. approach it. It's like you see nobody going through and us getting constantly invaded. Go, fine, I'll do it myself. It's like, guys, I need four wins. Like this should not take this long. Like, like this is not that hard. You just go in and just at least prevent the other team from focusing on their objective. Just go in and dance around. It's fine. Just make them think you're coming for them. And and so of course, what is what is next week in Destiny? Double double gambit ranks. So um. <laughs> You can, you can do more gambit things so you know i think i'm good for a while i'm i'm good of yeah but you may be good for a while but other people might not be good for a while yeah other people might still need to go get their new fancy pulse rifle that comes with the perks on this thing are ridiculous i, I i've decided that this is going to be void season because i don't know void makes me happy and um they fixed the big giant um lack of of void overshield we were getting from you know the launch of void 3.0 to now so it's now fifty percent overshield from twenty five percent. So I've been I've been rocking a Titan and a Warlock on Void, and it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. And that repulsor brace pulse rifle is fancy. I now love how, it. how how does it feel? It feels nice. I've seen the perks that come on on at least the one that everybody gets uh, initially, right? Um, good perks, good damage dealing perks, good good you know kind of overall perks. But like, how does it feel? Is it snappy? Is it clunky? Does it feel like a solid pro rifle? I mean, 
what? it feels really nice. I've, I've, I've played all I've played all of three games of quick play at this point. It's nice in PvP. I like it in PvE. It feels snappy. It's got a really nice like I slapped a counterbalance mod onto it because I know I'm ready to full auto mod on everything. And oh. which brings the recoil direction to 89, so it's pretty vertical. It's got a handling masterwork on it. It's just like that. It's it just got a wonderful set of perks that you can sort of tune to whatever you'd like. So it's got the chamber compensator flared magwell, but then it's got either a pulsar brace or tunnel vision. So I've been rocking the repulsor brace just for getting my my overshield from you know defeating void debuffed targets, which is all I've been doing. And then you've got golden tricorn. Or kill clips. So you do you want do you want extra damage or would you like extra damage, sir? So we have all of your extra damage. And now, it's just Golden I've been going Tricorn back and forth. Activates on hit, right? You have to hit enemies for damage, or do you have to kill? Uh final blows, yeah. Activates on kill. Final blows with this weapon grant kill. increased damage. While the buff is active, you also get your grenade or your melee kills of the same damage type greatly increases that damage and duration as well. So again, just sure. feeding feeding Golden into Tricorn the void. Is just a better option over kill clip, right? I mean, kill yeah, that's, that's, that's what I put with on tunnel... with. No, hold on. Tunnel vision is also on kill, right? So no, okay. So kill clip is there, but it's just like, oh well, here we'll throw this on, but it's not even as good a damage. Unless kill clip gives you a higher percentage of damage. Ooh, maybe that's why. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at I haven't looked at spreadsheets, but yeah, I mean, the perks are really nice on it. The fact that I can just get like a small amount of health back on every kill with a Vanguard. Vin- Vindication. I love that it rolls with the Hockey Breach ornaments, the Vanguard Vindication, the One Quiet Moment, well, maybe not that one, and Gun and Run. So it's like, here's all the origin perks. Pick the one you'd like best. You get four origin perks? Four origin perks on it. I missed that memo. What? It it just, yeah, I mean, it just, again, the recoil's 89. Like, it's just a, a nice vertical recoil. It feels good. It's got 40 in the magazine. Like, it's just... It's a nice, what I feel like, just like an all-around oh, utility pulse. Is it, it aggressive? Is... is that why you get 40? Uh, it is. It is a oh. hard-hitting four-burst aggressive frame. Nice. I missed that moment. Yeah, I mean, I... It, it does explain it. It's the size of freaking a space shuttle, so you would assume it's aggressive. But it's, nice, it's dude. very aggressive. Have you got dim pulled up, Parody? Uh, I don't because it's down, but I have the game pulled up, which oh. is my replacement for Dim. Because, as as we all know, or maybe we don't know, but I've been trying to put in Discords and on our Twitter and everything, the APIs are down and will be down all weekend long, which means all of the apps are not working. So it's like if you weren't around for Destiny One in the beginning, before all the apps, before the API, oh, this no. is what we had to do. You had to fly to the tower to go to your vault to switch weapons. And if that weapon was on another character, you had to no. switch to that character, no, no. No. take that character, put the yeah. No, no. So th- this is this we is the life we backwards. have. This is the life we have for this weekend while the APIs are down. So all of your apps are not going to work, all of them, including Bungie's apps. So what are you going to ask Night Demon now that I've prefaced that with? Uh, no, I don't have dim, but I have <laughs> I have I have OG OG day one in game dim. Okay. Well, what I was going to ask is, how does that new pulse rifle stack up against the Redrick's broadsword or Redrick's claymore and the messenger? Because mm. they were. Well, like that, GG could answer that, yeah. right? Can't Possibly. you compare on like that, GG? I don't know. It feel it feels a little bit a little snappier, a little quicker than the messenger. It's the broadsword. It's been a while. 
I feel like the I feel like the the tie goes to the broadsword. I feel like that was just I don't know. I feel well, like the it felt a little bit better, burst, quicker. isn't it? It's been I don't know. It's been entirely too long. Wasn't the broadsword a three round burst though? We're talking two different archetypes, aren't we? Yeah, but but I mean honestly, pulse rifles, pulse rifles. Yeah, uh, Redrick's broadsword. So light GG does work. So yeah, so yeah, your Redrick's broadsword is a is a high impact frame. Yep, so three round burst. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> I would, yeah, I would, good. I would compare it to Vigilance Wing because that's a direct competitor, right? No, because that's an exotic. It's not a direct competitor. It's a five, no, that's a five round burst, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, five round burst, inherent full auto. They swap the un- over to the ensemble perk. Yeah, yeah Vigilance Wing I've been playing with too, and it it also feels good. It's it honestly, it's like they both feel sort of similar. The because it, it's the the Velis Velis X Velis X. I don't know how you actually Velis, pronounce it. Yeah, is the name of the new pulse rifle. But yeah, it's it's one that's worth going for. Like you know the 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 giant can the giant uh, cry mutiny with the shoes of cannonball. It, it was a nice meme last season. Like it was fun from that regard, but not exactly something I you know say you need to run out and get this one immediately. But the pulse rifle. It's just a lot of fun. Like it's nice. Like I, I can see myself using this in all the things. Actually, see yourself putting down an auto rifle and using a pulse rifle. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this. this you I, you say that no, you say that so nonchalantly, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to feel like I need to fill out a missing persons report for the I've, original parody. I've been, I think, I've been I think pairing this a with a eater who've who've replaced him, and you're not really who you say you are. Could be. I've been pairing it with an SMG. I, I've been oh, pairing it. I've been going. I've been going between. I've, I've just got again the weapons I have on my character. I, I have a blood feud SMG, and I got a new one to drop the prolonged engagement. But that's last that, season, that, right? That, that's one events. of the, um, the yeah yeah blood feud last season. The prolonged engagement is this season that it rolled with. Um, it, it, it's got the vice frame, so it's got the vice stinger perk on it. Is that I'm the sorry, primary yeah. one, which yeah. is the stasis? Yeah, yeah, it's a primary stasis one. The rolls with the vice stinger, so just like your uh, funnel web, web, it's it's going to refill itself as you fire, and it's also it just since everyone, well, I won't say everyone, a lot of people are running stasis things this season, so it, I don't know, it's it just feeds into the stasis goodness. Why? What's happening in the season with stasis? Stupid questions, but last time I was on, I did not get to. We we, we haven't we have entirely lost you. Yeah. So, so we've lost you. But to answer your question, stasis. I think the, you know the part of it is that they gave they gave the they 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 tweaked the slow a bunch. They gave the the grenade some love. They added a bunch of fragment slots to different subclasses, so you could put on more more aspects, aspect fragments, whichever ones those are. They, they gave you more slots and things, so you could slot more things into them. You know, they just they gave stasis a little bit of love, not like anything major, but like enough love that I'm starting to see people using it, and I feel like. I just wasn't seeing again, you know, small sample size, primarily from Gambit, but you know, it feels like I'm seeing more Fair people enough. using it. But honestly, I'm um, really enjoying the Vela's pulse for like long mid range encounters, and then the prolonged engagement for if you're going to get up close, I'm going to keep firing at you. I have all the bullets, so we're going to make this happen. Yeah, so your Vela's is the aggressive Dang, pulse, I'm going to share aggressive all of first bullets. pulse, <laughs> and the Redrix was a high impact. So I've got to find one that's going to compared to the Velus, really. Yeah, um, th- this is where I would... It, were I more prepared or with it, I would go to the, the Destiny Massive Breakdown spreadsheets and at least pull up see what, what, what else those archetypes were. So your Velus X, is it a primary or is it a energy? It's an energy weapon. Oh, okay. 
It's a void. void. Did you not hear him talking about it, you silly biscuit? I, I am silly. I'm just clarifying it for the for the people out there. But I just wanted to go over the other aggressive burst pulse rifles that we have or had in the game. So you remember the blast furnace that we had from the, That's the one. Black Armory? Thank you. There yes. you go. That was an aggressive I frame. I do fondly. Mm -hmm. We have the Disparity, which is the new one this season. The Go Figure, the Sacred Providence, the Insidious, and the Insidious Adept. Right side of wrong. And that was it. Yeah, and the Vela Sex. So those are your aggressive. So if you like your aggressives, I've heard a lot of people talk about the Sacred Providence, and I loved the Blast Furnace. I think I do have still one in my vault, which I, I kind of pull out every now and then when I want to have a little bit of fun. So maybe this can replace that. Um, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, it's really good. It, it, it's going to have to fight the Ogma. The Ogma PR6, I don't know what it is about that. That's a light frame pulse. I don't know what it is about that weapon, but I've gotten a couple of them, and I really like the feel of it. I don't know if it's Probably just the 450 pulses I like. Is it, a, is it a rapid frame? It's a lightweight frame. And it just... Uh, I also got one to drop this season with adaptive mu munitions and disruption break on it that I'm excited to go whale on some champions with. But it's, it's one that was even using in PvP at the end of last season. I have another role, which I can't find because it's in my vault somewhere right now. But it just... I like the I like the feel of those pulse rifles. They make me happy. And is it craftable? It's not craftable. It is a world drop uh, solar special pulse rifle. It lives in my collection. I'm, I'm going to use it with all the beautiful champions that are going to be uh, pulse rifled, and they're not going to have a very nice day at all. But you realize this is one of the things that you do lock and keep in the vault, right? This is that's not one of the ones you throw uh, up. Vault. It's, I mean, it's on my character. It, it, that's one of the weapons that I remember exists, so I actually use it versus putting it in the vault and then forgetting it ever existed. Which is where most of my weapons go, especially now since I can't actually see them. So shall we, shall we get into uh, what's happened, what's happening, what's going yeah, on? Let's, let's, do, let's do next week, right? And then we'll do the yeah. well. What, what's happening next week? I can tell you next week. I've already recorded it, so we will drop it in here. Hello and welcome to this week in Destiny for the second week of season nineteen, season of the Seraph, commencing December thirteenth. 2022. Our second featured nightfall will see us face off against Hashladun, daughter of Crota, in the Scarlet Keep over on the moon, where you have a chance to get a pinnacle engram if you complete the nightfall with a score of 100k or more. This nightfall will require you to own the Shadow Keep expansion to play. You will be able to earn high end gear for your characters, including the nightfall featured weapon, exotic gear, enhancement cores, enhancement prisms, and ascendant shards. The higher the Nightfall difficulty, the more common the drop will be, with the featured weapon and exotic gear being uncommon at hero difficulty to being common with Ascendant Shards in Grandmasters. Legend and Lower Nightfalls will have 7 Barrier Champions and 3 Unstoppable, with 18 Solar and 23 Arc Shields. Masters will have 16 Barrier and 4 Unstoppable, with 18 Solar and 12 Arc Shields. Your Adept Nightfall modifiers will be Fire Pit, when defeated, Acolytes spawn a Fireball that causes damage over time. Hero Modifiers includes all previous modifiers. Barrier and Unstoppable Champions, which cannot be stopped without the correct mods equipped. And Extra Shields. Your Legend Modifiers include all previous modifiers. Equipment is locked. You will be unable to change your equipment once this mission starts. Match Game. Enemy Shields are highly resistant to all unmatched elemental damage. Arc Elemental Burn. 
25% arc damage increased with 50% increase to arc damage taken, arc and solar shields, Hashaladoon Serenade, arc damage increased and knockback damage and distances increased, Master Modifiers, includes all the previous modifiers, Champions Mob, this difficulty adds more champion enemies, and Togetherness. Your base health regen is reduced, but if you are near another player, health regen is increased. As this is a new season, the Grand Master Nightfalls will not be returning until January 17th, 2023. But your anti-champion artifact mods for this week's Nightfall are Anti-Barrier Bow and Pulse for 1 energy, Unstoppable Hand Cannon for 1 energy, and Grenade Launchers for 7. You also have exotic weapons and armor that can help with intrinsic mods as well. For Anti-Barrier, the Kinetic Bow, Wishinda, the Kinetic Linear Fusion Rifle, Arbalist, the Solar Energy Hand Cannon, Ariana's Vow, the Solar Heavy Sword, the Lament, and the Titan Exotic Gauntlet Second Chance, which gain a second charge of your Shield Throw Melee, which becomes Shield Piercing and stuns Barrier Champions. For Unstoppable, we have the Kinetic Fusion Rifle, Bastion, the Kinetic Hand Cannon, Malfeasance, the Solar Energy Sidearm, Devil's Ruin, the Void Heavy Bow, Leviathan's Breath, and the Hunter Gauntlets, Atheris Embrace which have the chance to stun unstoppable champions with their empowered weighted knife. Next up, Lord Shax brings Mayhem to the featured Crucible playlist for the second week of the season. Delightful! Mayhem is where two teams of six players go head-to-head in a clash-type mode. With a time limit of 10 minutes, the first team to get 125 eliminations is the winner. Abilities and supers charge at an extremely fast rate than usual. Respawns are instant, and power ammo spawns are also much faster than usual. The Witch Queen weekly story mission this week is The Arrival, where the modifiers are Scorched Earth and Fire Pit, with Barrier and Unstoppable Champions. The King's Fall Raid Challenge this week is the third encounter, Golgoroth, called Gaze Maze. The Gaze Holder must stand in the Pool of Unclaimed Light when swapping the Gaze. The Vow the Disciple Raid Challenge this week is also the third encounter, The Upender, called Defenses Down. This is where each player cannot kill more than one Taken Knight in total. The Vault of Glass raid challenge this week is the fourth encounter, Gatekeeper, called Strangers in Time. Players must defeat the Praetorians and Wyverns at the same time. The Deepstone Crypt raid challenge this week is the first encounter, Crypt Security, called Red Rover. This is where all Guardians must be an operator and shoot the two panels on the lower level. And the last wish raid challenge this week is the third encounter, Morgoth, called Forever Fight. Players must not kill the small ogres during the encounter. Your pinnacle raid will be the Garden of Salvation over on the moon, meaning all challenges will be available for each encounter. These are, to the top, this is where you must not kill the cyclops that spawns near the consecrated mind, a link to the chain. This is where all guardians must receive the enlightened buff at the same time. Staying Alive, where you must not kill the spawning cyclopses in the first two rooms. And 0 to 100, where you must fill each conflux with 30 moats within 10 seconds of initially banking the first set of moats. And the pinnacle dungeon for this week will be the Pit of Heresy, also over on the moon. Next up, challenges. So for week two, we have four classified challenges next week, but at least two of them will be a continuation of the challenges we had for week one. These should be More Than a Weapon part two. Complete week two of More Than a Weapon, with the reward being an exo frame module and challenge XP plus. 
and Highest Battlegrounds 2. In Highest Battlegrounds playlist or legend, open 5 Seraph chests and defeat 50 powerful enemies. An exo-frame module and challenge XP plus will be the reward. The challenges available in the database are as follows. Fire in the Void. Defeat 150 combatants with void or solar damage in Heist Battlegrounds. Challenge XP Plus will be the reward. Lost in Legend. Complete a Lost Sector on Legend or higher for Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. Mid-range Calibration. Calibrate hand cannons, glaives, auto rifles, fusion rifles and machine guns in the Cosmodrome. Bonus progress will be awarded for rapidly defeating combatants. 200 of those will award you with Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust. Bank, kill, repeat. Earn points by banking moats, defeating blockers, and defeating guardians in Gambit. 250 points will earn you challenge XP plus and bright dust. Freezing void. Defeat guardians. Bonus progress is granted for opponents defeated with void or stasis effects. 80 guardians will reward you with challenge XP plus and bright dust. And the fallen fall. Defeat fallen combatants in vanguard playlists or strikes. Earn bonus progress for defeating tougher combatants. Challenge XP Plus and Bright Dust will be the reward. Did somebody say Bright Dust? On to our Eververse for the week of December 13th, 2022. Available this week for Bright Dust, we have the Solo Fist Bump Legendary Emote. Will be available for 700 Bright Dust. The Snowy Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. The Beneficence, a legendary shader for 300 Bright Dust. The Dawning Exotic Emote, Snowball Fight, is also available this week for 3,250 Bright Dust. The Snowshoes Legendary Emote will be available for 700 Bright Dust. The Exotic Festive Ghost Shell for 2,850 Bright Dust. The Mirthmobile Exotic Sparrow for 2,500 Bright Dust. The Sirius Majorus Exotic Ship for 2,000 Bright Dust. The Compliance Exotic Weapon Ornament for the Anarchy Grenade Launcher for 1,250 Bright Dust. And finally, the Sweet Entrance Legendary Transmat Effect for 450 Bright Dust. On Europa this week, Phalex the Warrior will be the Empire Hunt, and the Exo Challenge will be Survival. On the Moon, the weekly story mission will be the Nightmare Cometh. The Trove Guardian will be located in Archer's Line. Also, the Wandering Nightmare, the Fallen Council, will be in Archer's Line. The Dreaming City this week is at a weak curse level, which means Petrovenge can be found in the Strand and has the Broken Courier mission for the next week. The Blindwell features Scorn enemies and the Plagues, Sycorus and Varakus, with the Forfeited Shrine being the Ascendant Challenge located in the Garden of Asilia. As this is a new season, we still do not have a full rotation of the legendary Lost Sectors. But, as a reminder, your daily Lost Sectors will show you a flag outside, which will give you details of champions and burns you will find inside it. If you are new to the game or you are using an alternate character and can't find the flag outside, you will have to run through the Lost Sector normally to have it show up on your map as a legend slash master. Before we go, we have a few more things to inform you of that are happening next week. Tuesday Reset will see the return of Destiny's Christmas event, The Dawning. Starting on December 13th and running for three weeks until the 3rd of January 2023. So get out there and bake those cookies and earn some loot. Alright, alright, alright. There is also double Gambit ranks available next week, so if you want to fast track in getting that sweet new ritual weapon, the Velus X Pulse Rifle, 
and Gambit ornament, the Nephthysis X, then this will be a good start. Also, don't forget the annual Moment of Triance are active in the game, where you can earn in-game and Bungie Store rewards. So check out the new seal for all the details. And that's it for our second week of Season of the Seraph. That is a lot of information I did not know and I will not retain. Thank you for that, sir. That's because you don't watch the video that is up on YouTube right now as we speak. That's true. Really? So, so I, I did record, I did look at and sent you a recording of all of Patch Notes 6.3.0 because um, there's a lot there, but most of which we have covered in the past couple of weeks as they told us about it. And another treat for Respawn is that Parody has also recorded all of that, which will now be dropped in here. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for the new season of Destiny 2. We are back with update 6.3.0. And Bruno has, oh, he has so many notes for us. Friends, it's a new season. There's a huge set of patch notes. And this is my gift to you. So you don't have to read them. I will read them to you because that's what we're here to do. So activities. Oh, so many activities. For your raids and dungeons, they fix an issue with the Vow of the Disciple, where encounter challenges were unintentionally active for guided games. Whoopsie. Fix an issue where the Regicide Triumph for the King's Fall remained visible when it could no longer be obtained. Fix an issue for King's Fall with a Warpriest encounter where players could bypass plate mechanics. They also fixed an issue in King's Fall where the Daughters encounter challenge that bypassed intended completion requirements. Fix an issue in duality where players sometimes self-revived when respawned outside of the final encounter. Your artifice armor pieces that previously lost their bonus artifact mod slot have had those slots restored and can be used to slot season 19 artifact mods. In the Crucible, we have playlist updates. So many playlist updates. In your quick play 6v6, it is now a playlist of both Clash and Control. So if you're looking for those independently, they are now in one playlist just called Quick Play. Maybe it's Clash, maybe it's Control. And this is going to use a loose skill-based matchmaking, which will they have tuned during Season 18. So we'll see how that goes and how they tune it further. Your weekly rotator is going to go between a 6v6 and a free-for-all. It's going to rotate between Momentum Control, Mayhem, Scorched, Rift, and Rumble. Momentum Control, basically all your guns are tuned to 11, respawns are super quick. Mayhem, supers, supers everywhere. Team Scorched, everybody gets a Scorch Cannon. That's the only weapon, and you set each other aflame. Rift is two teams trying to pick up the ball, put the ball into the into the Rift, dunk the ball into the Rift, and win the game. And Rumble is your free-for-all mode that used to have its own playlist. Now it's going to be part of our weekly rotator. So one of those will be up each and every week, and the game will tell you which one it is. And those use a purely connection-based matchmaking. So skill-based matchmaking is our quick play, Clash and Control, Everything else in the weekly rotator is going to be connection-based matchmaking. So if you're having problems with one version or the other, maybe try the other one, see if connection or skill works better for you. For our competitive division and our freelance, which is all 3v3, there is now a playlist that randomly picks Survival, Rift, and Showdown. Survival is our 3v3 playlist, where each team has eight lives shared between them. The first team to run out of lives loses. Rift is, you know, the same thing as what we just told you it was. I don't know why. Rift is also in our competitive division for reasons, because I guess Rift can be competitive if you get your team to play together. In Showdown, we have two teams compete to reach 10 kills first, 
which grants their side a round, and best 3 of 5 format takes the win. If both teams have two rounds, the final round is a tiebreaker and played. You can revive a teammate and it will remove a point from the enemy's score. And this is going to use yet a new skill-based matchmaking setting built around concepts developed with the loose skill-based matchmaking, but a little bit tighter to more closely match you against the opponent of your skill. So competitive division is going to have a tighter skill-based matchmaking. Quick play will have a loose skill-based matchmaking and your weekly rotator will have a connection-based matchmaking. Slap that on a sticky note, put it near your computer, near your console where you play. That's what Crucible is for the moment until they change it again. And then we have Crucible Labs during Season 19. Labs will be showcasing a 3v3 version of Rift with asymmetrical maps. It will now have a stacking plus 25% reputation booster, and Crucible Labs is going to use connection-based matchmaking just like the weekly rotator. So connection-based matchmaking in Crucible Labs and our weekly rotator. And then we have Trials of Osiris. When Trials is active on the weekends, it will replace the Crucible Labs and it uses, you know, card-based matchmaking, which is yet a different type of matchmaking from everything else. Iron Banner and Freelance 6v6. When Iron Banner is active, it replaces the quick play mode. And when Iron Banner is active, also as a reminder, Trials does not occur on those weekends. All right, for our competitive division, our glory progression has been deprecated. Your new competitive division is going to have a ladder implemented. You will progress through seven divisions based on your skill from copper, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, adept, all the way to ascendant. And you're going to earn or lose more or less of your skill by winning, playing well, having your division be above or below your skill rating, and being better or worse than the rest of your lobby. You'll participate in a basically a placement series to start each season, place into an initial division based on your skill, and then you'll be promoted or demoted to a higher or lower division basically based on how you play. So yeah, play matches each week if you're trying to actually get your rank up to keep your rank from going back down again. Shax does have an intro quest to get you started, and uh, your, your division rewards are going to be a cool division. It'll give you a stacking bonus to your Crucible rank, starting at 1-0, you know, basically one time for Copper and Bronze, 1.1 for Silver, 1.2 times for Gold, 1.3 for Platinum, 1.4 times for Adept, and finally, 1.5 times for Ascendant. So the higher you go, the higher your Crucible rank bonus will be, and once a week, each character can complete the competitive division challenge to earn a drop of the Rose Hand Cannon. It has come back to the game. So if you're hunting a Rose Hand Cannon each week, you can get three of them, one per character. For Quick Play, we are implementing new matchmaking parameters in Quick Play. Fire team size. Finally, we're going to look at your fire teams. So you can expect more fire team versus fire team matches in Quick Play. And as the season continues, other playlists. So they've lowered the amount of suspension time handed out for serial quitting in the quick play playlist because it's just quick play. It's not competitive. It's meant to just have a good time in. And they've added the amount of time remaining to all suspension messages, making the message trigger when clicking on the note. So if you want to know how much time is left before you play, you can now actually see that information as opposed to having to guess, which is not a great way to do it. We've got new reward. Your new Crucible seal and title is available. Unbroken and its glory-related triumphs have been memorialized. So if you see the Unbroken folks running around, they are in memoriam to us. They are out there in the world, but you can no longer become Unbroken. They've added the new glorious title and the triumphs associated with it. Your Crucible engrams will be a virtual currency and live exclusively on the rank progress bar for Shacks. 
Players can open them by visiting shacks, no Rahul needed. No longer picking up the engram and having to go decrypt it, costing you materials. You just decrypt them right from shacks. We're also getting Crucible gear focusing. You can now focus the Crucible engram directly into either the Crucible armor or weapon you'd like. It's the cost for Season 19 is 1 Crucible Engram, 10,000 Glimmer, and 50 Legendary Shards. The Engram does not have to be picked up or claimed to be spent on focusing. Just whatever Shax has is available to you. You don't have to make inventory space to hold them. So individual pieces of gear must have been acquired at least once prior to being available for focusing. So as long as you have the weapon or the armor at some point in your life playing this game, it will be available to focus. So your Crucible Armor sets available for focusing in Season 19 are going to be our Clutch X-Tool set. And our Crucible Weapons available for focusing in Season 19 are going to be the Stars and Shadow, which is a Pulse Rifle, the Keening Sidearm, the Frozen Orbit Sniper Rifle, Survivor's Epitaph Hand Cannon, Sorrow's Verse Auto Rifle, Crisis Inverted Hand Cannon, Riptide Fusion Rifle, and the Out of Bounds Submachine Gun. So you will be able to focus if you're trying to get a particular role of any of those, all through Season 19 at Shax. Now, any brand new Crucible weapons are only available as drops during their introductory season and are then available for focusing. So anything that was on that list, may you may have been hunting last season, now you can focus it. Anything that drops from the Crucible new this season, you will not be able to focus until the next season. And there's other changes to Shax, which are the Kill Tracker Ghost that he's had since the dawn of time, will no longer appear on Lord Shax if you have acquired it. It may be reacquired from collections. For bounties, we fixed some issues where void objectives for weaken or suppress were not actually counting correctly against guardians. They've reduced the number of final blows required for some bounties calling for elemental status effects in the Crucible. And they've updated the Crucible bounty availability to align with the Crucible revamp changes. In our Crucible modes, our quick play suspension timer is now separate from competitive and it now actually shows you the time remaining in the suspension. Your showdown heavy ammo initial spawn is increased to 60 seconds. It is not shareable and only spawns once per round. Your rift heavy ammo is also not shareable. So the first person to get to the heavy ammo claims it all. Your 3v3 rift and showdown resurrection timers are set to 2 seconds and the respawn timer is set to 7 seconds. Your mode rule descriptions have been added to the launch screen of all crucible modes. So hopefully you know what you're playing when you go into it since they're all rotating playlists now. Your loading screen hints have been added for all Crucible and Iron Banner modes and the curated maps. They've curated maps in all Crucible modes, so you're not going to see every map in every mode. So we'll see what we get where. Likely the same map that you don't really care for four times in a row, because that's how Bungie likes to roll. Some general changes. Eternity should now award progress towards the This is the Way Triumph in Trials. They fixed the landing cinematic for disjunction in the glory playlist. The Crucible rank reputation has increased based on your ranked 3v3 ladder rank. And the Mita multi-tool catalyst can now drop from any Crucible win. So if that's something you've been hunting, any Crucible win can possibly drop you the Mita multi-tool catalyst. Couple of changes to strikes. Players will no longer be able to summon sparrows in the Mavic Square during the Lake of Shadows strike. They fixed an issue where some champion strings displayed the wrong icons. That's always fun. And they fixed a rare issue of objectives not updating in the Warded of Nothing strike. For public events, this is where our glimmer's coming from as a reminder. Increased glimmer rewards for completing public events. Your heroic public events will reward between 10,000 and 12,000 and a half glimmer. 
So between 10,000 and 12,500 glimmer. Your non-heroic public events will award between 3,300 and 4,645 glimmer. Why those numbers, the world may never know. Your UX and UI changes, they fix an issue preventing the color preview squares for colorblind settings from updating until navigating away from the settings screen and back. And they fix an issue where the fast travel tutorial appeared multiple times during New Light and could not be dismissed. For your gameplay and investment, we have some armor changes. For shaders, they reduced the glow of the Gambit Jade Stone to be in line with that of other shaders. This was done to diminish the negative impact of the shader on fellow guardians. Other such shaders will follow in the future. For your Worm God Caress and your Winter's Guile, they both got their damage multipliers reduced from 7.5 times to 3.5 times. Your Lucky Pants, they will no longer scale with the damage of the Jolted status effect when applied to hand cannons. And for mods, the Restorative Finisher no longer prevents you performing a finisher if you do not have enough super energy to trigger its benefit. And the Unstoppable Hand Cannon mod now correctly requires you to aim down sights without firing your hand cannon before activating its unstoppable effect. So if you've just been taking the hand cannon out and unstoppably unstopping the unstoppable champions, you're going to have to ADS before you unstop those champions now. For your weapon changes, they've added the full auto toggle to the gameplay section of the settings menu. This will make all weapons fire at full auto. Taking bets on the first thing to go horribly wrong with this. I can't wait to see it. They've reduced the size and intensity of Lumina's muzzle flash in order to alleviate your photosensitivity concerns. Your Omelon weapons will now correctly display the liquid ammunition color that corresponds to their damage type while in the inspection screen. Your shoot to loot can once again pick up ammo via explosive damage. To excess, your opulent origin trait no longer displays a stacking counter when triggered on multiple weapons. This is purely a visual change. For your weapon archetypes, they took the sidearm and reduced the zoom stat on your Drang and Drain Baroque from 14 to 13. For fusion rifles, your main ingredient, they reduced the stability stat from 49 to 35 and reduced Amos's stat from 59 to 45. They rebuilt the fusion rifle hipfire reticle to react more obviously to changes in its accuracy cone. Our shotguns, we've added the fixed pellet spread on each legendary pellet shotgun subfamily and a matching custom reticle. Your aggressives are now a fixed evenly distributed cone. Your precisions include the duality hip fire, it gets a vertical oval. Your lightweight has a diamond shape. Your rapid fire has a square shape. They've updated the reticle on the slug shotgun to better re represent precision. Your rapid fires have had their PVE damage increased by 5%. And the reload speed benefit now applies at all times as opposed to only when reloading from empty. For your aggressive frames, they've fixed several shotguns which were using the incorrect intrinsic aggressive perk. Now, all aggressive frames will increase the RPM after a kill as intended. For glaives, your glaive projectile has been adjusted for more reliable hit detection. Your glaive melee attacks can benefit from the exotic armor pieces, Syntheseps, Worm God's Caress, and Winter's Guile. Your glaive melee damage multipliers have been reduced by 25-30% to 30 against champions, mini-bosses, bosses, and vehicles. Majors and minor damage are unchanged. Your glaive melee damage has been reduced from 75-67. to 67. Your grenade launchers, the Queen Breakers, and Grand Overture. They switched the old blinding effect to the new blinding effect they rolled out with Arc to reduce the screen effect brightness. Another accessibility photosensitivity concern issue. The Rose Hand Cannon has new stats. Its range went from 38 to 43, stability from 45 to 40, handling 68 to 60, and airborne effectiveness stat was added at 20.
For your weapon mod, the Dragonfly Rampage and Surrounded perks have all had their spec mod behaviors enabled by default. So instead of slapping on a mod for Dragonfly Rampage or Surrounded, you just get the same effect by just having that, that perk active. You don't need a mod for it. It does the exact same thing, so the mods have been deprecated. Your Air Assault perk now grants a stacking bonus to airborne effectiveness, maximum of two stacks, one per final blow, two per airborne final blow, and each stack gives you an additional 30 airborne effectiveness. For Headseeker, your body shots now increase your precision multiplier and increase aim assist. Additional body shots reset the timer. It has a 0.55 second base timer. Body shots while the perk is active reset the timer. For Encore, your final blows now grant stacks of Encore. Stacks increased stability, range, and accuracy, plus 8 to stability, plus 5 to range, and a plus 1.25% accuracy per stack. Your body shot final blows grant 1 per stack. Precision gives you 2 stacks, with a maximum of up to 4 stacks. The whole thing lasts 7 seconds, and enhanced encore lasts 7.5 seconds. Final blows will refresh your timer. Seraph rounds are back. They've removed a plus 10% range scaler, and it now gives you plus 7 stability and plus 3 to range. Tunnel Vision and Kill Clip. The duration of these buffs can now be refreshed if activated while it's already active. They have reduced the bonus damage from Kill Clip from 33% to 25%, however. For the redirection, now build stacks against minor enemies and consumes them on everything, i.e. matches minor spec and other specs that use similar language, basically bringing online to how other things work in the game so you can hopefully better understand them. Your Hake Breach arm Armaments now increases damage versus the Word of Dawn and the Well of Radiant Sword by 30%, 60% with the Artifact mod. Your damage against Stasis Crystals have been effect 15%, both base damage and with the Artifact mod. Your Gut Shot Straight increases your Auto Rifle Body Shot damage from 10% to 20%. Your Compulsive Reloader now remains active, down to half of the ammo left. Your High Impact Frame Intrinsic Perk now allows a very small amount of movement instead of turning it off with any movement at all. Your Ambitious Assassin. You now have increased time between final blows from 5 seconds to 7 seconds. Your Well-Rounded Perk. Your duration is increased from 10 to 15 seconds. Stacking the effect still resets the timer. Recombination. They fixed the perk to work correctly in PvP. And granted a 100% bonus damage at max stacks in PvE. And 50% in PvP. So it works in PvP now and gives you 50% extra bonus damage. Your Zen Moment no longer deactivates on a miss, has a 1 second timer. Your Rewind Rounds now work correctly when hitting the cage created by Divinity. Genesis now triggers on breaking players' shields. One Quiet Moment now reactivates much faster after a final blow. Gun and Run reduce the number of final blows needed to activate. Box Breathing reduce the damage bonus on Scout Rifles by 5%. Unstoppable Force reduce the damage bonus from 30% to 20%. For one two punch, they've reduced the bonus melee damage as follows. From three times to two times versus most enemies with unpowered melees. 1.8 times to 1.4 times for most enemies with charged melees. And they reduce the additional bonus versus bosses from 0.5 to 0.25. For your enhanced perks. For your enhanced unrelenting, they removed your plus five to handling and gave you plus five to health regeneration instead. Enhanced perpetual motion. They removed a 0.1 second faster activation and removed the 0.1 second grace period on the end of it and added a 1 second faster activation of, two, of times 2 stacks. Your enhanced time payload, they shifted the plus 5 range to a plus 5 stability. Your enhanced explosive payload shifted the plus 5 range to a plus 5 reload. 
their enhanced firing line, they added a plus 10 handling when near enemies, and removed the increased neutral range. They enhanced Grave Robber, they took the plus 5 to reload and gave it plus 5 handling instead. Enhanced Explosive Light added one more charge, your stacks now cap at 7. Enhanced Cornered added a plus 10 stability when active. Enhanced Cold Steel now adds plus 10 energy and weapon size to be consistent with other ammo capacity increasing perks. Enhanced Warp a Weapon, they changed the plus 5 reload to a plus 5 stability that will apply to the guard resistance stats on swords as well. Enhanced Genesis, they remove the primary ammo overflow and now provides additional handling. And how much? Just, you know, additional. For the enhanced flash counter, corrected an issue where this only provided a display stat to swords. Now this will properly provide increased ammo capacity. So before it was just giving you a stat, now it actually gives you the ammo. Your Enhanced Chain Reaction updated its definition as inventory provides a different benefit to swords. So Chain Reaction, they tell you what it does to swords now. Enhanced Ambitious Assassin, they increase the allowed time between final blows from 6 to 8 seconds. For your exotics, the Fundamental Trait, that's the damage switching type on exotics like Borealis, Hard Light, and Dead Messenger. Arc, you get plus 25 handling and plus 5 to range. Solar, you get plus 35 to reload speed and a plus 20 to airborne effectiveness. For Void, you get a plus 20 to stability and a plus 10 to aim assist. So Borealis, they also added the breaking of a match shield, now refills the magazine from reserves and allow your next five shots to deal bonus damage, and it's no longer deactivated by reloading. Jade Rabbit got a new perk design, so quickly rending three crits returns one to the magazine and allows your next body shot to land for increased damage, and you can stack up to three increased damage body shots. It resets if you reload, however. In the addition of the full auto setting, they've replaced the full auto trigger system with something else on each weapon that had it. These are for the exotics. So your No Time to Explain gets Feeding Frenzy. Your Traveler's Chosen gets the Catalyst perk replaced with, with Surplus. It still has Osmosis, however. Vigilance Wing, your Catalyst perk is replaced with Ensemble. The Dead Man's Tale now prefers a critical hits over body hits if hit by fire if both types of targets are inside the Precision Aim Cone. So increase body shot damage by 46 to 54, and they've reduced the crit damage by 1 from 81 to 80. For your Darcy, it now applies a jolt when damaging targets affected by its personal assistant perk. Increase base airborne effectiveness to 80. So if you want to jump, grab yourself a Darcy, or maybe a Wish Ender, or a Whisper of the Worm. Wish Ender, increase the hidden damage bonus versus Wither Horde blighted targets from 10% to 25%. The Whisper of the Worm got an airborne effectiveness increase to 80. The Prospector added Chain Reaction to the Intrinsic Perk. Your Fourth Horseman indeed is getting a decreased recoil by 50%. Your Forerunner, they've increased the crit damage by 30% in PvE. They've reduced the base damage from 40 to 37 and the crit damage from 72 to 67 in PvP. The Rock Perk, can you smell what it's cooking? They increase the damage by 60% in PvE, increase the damage to the outer edge damage radius from 0 to 20%, and they reduce the ammo's cost to activate from 6 to 4. For your Merciless, they decrease the charge time on hit so it no longer resets on a kill or on a reload and now works on a 5 second timer. The timer does refresh when you land hits. For the Rat King, your radius required to activate its perk has been increased from 15 meters to 20 meters. Legend of Acarius, they just removed your movement penalties. They're gone now. Bastion, they gave you a, a reduced spread angle by 6%. This halves the effect of the Season 14 spread angle increase. So they made a change in Season 14. 
now they're going to tighten tighten the spread of that shot a little bit better from your bastion which should make it a little bit more effective for the quicksilver storm your lightfall pre-order bonus auto rifle they've increased the pvp maximum grenade damage from 80 to 120 and increase the explosive radius from three to four meters and they switch the rocket type from arc to kinetic so the rockets have been doing arc damage all this time which was actually a bug when it shipped they've now corrected that bug making it kinetic but they did allude to this going back to arc with a catalyst coming in lightfall for the cold heart they reduced the cooldown of the ionic trace generation from three and a half seconds to two seconds it now maxes out at stability and reload speed when at a maximum damage Picking up an Ionic Trace now reduces the time it takes to get max damage. For your Grand Overture, they increase the, the missile damage by about 50%. 5-0, Your Xenophage now deals partially, roughly half of its damage as impact damage and the rest as detonation. Your overall damage will be increased by 5%. For your Cloud Strike, the Lightning Storm will now correctly activate when hitting Divinity's Cage. For Wither Horde, they reduce the taking blight duration from 7.5 seconds to 4.5 seconds. For Divinity, they reduce the Divinity's Weaken from 30 to 15%, but it's still able to self-buff back to 30% with your friend the Tractor Cannon or a Shadow Shot Hunter. For the Galahorn, they reduce the primary ammo's rocket's impact and detonation damage by 25%, and the Wolfpack rounds damage remains unaffected. And finally, Arbalist, they reduce the body shot damage down to match that of the Lorentz Driver. All right, so now we're on to abilities. We have a couple of subclass changes. So our solar subclass, our gunslinging hunter friends, your knock them down is gonna provide a 15% bonus damage resistance to deadshot golden gun and no longer provides the bonus duration. It's also going to no longer provide the 15% damage resistance to the marksman golden gun. Basically after seeing this play in the wild, um, the differences wasn't significant. So that's why they made the changes. For your blade barrage, your bonus projectiles are reduced from 5 per group to 3 per group. It will now release a total of 20 knives, about 43% of its from its base damage, down from 24. For your dawn blade, for your warlocks, your celestial fire, they increase the close range damage from 90 to 100, so players using celestial fire and the auto melee option are no longer disadvantaged in close range melee fights. A few general changes, the ember of torches. Your Radiant Base Damage Duration goes from 10 seconds to 8 seconds and now applies a negative 10 Discipline Penalty when equipped. Your Ember of Solace now provides a 50%, 5-0% bonus damage to your Radiant Duration rather than a flat 5 seconds. Note, this is to make it consistent with its behavior with Restoration. Restoration, you get a Base Healing of 1x, and that's been reduced from 25 health to 20 health per second. 40 health per second in PvE down from 50. Restoration times two is going to give you a base of 32.5 health per second down from 40 and 65 in PVE down from 80. And it no longer stacks with the healing rift's duration. So the stronger healing over time value is prioritized and will stop the weaker one from working. So basically if you have restoration active, it will use that restoration heal. If you're in a healing rift and that's a stronger amount, you will get the healing from the healing rift, not from your restoration until you leave the rift, then your restoration will kick back in and continue to heal you. And this works with other healing sources as, as well. Standing in a well, standing in a bubble, whatever. Your void subclasses. For your Night Stalker, your Shadow Shot Deadfall, they've increased the Tether Anchor life's Lifetime when triggered from 8 seconds to 12 seconds. For your Mobius Quiver Shadow Shot, they reduce the Tether Anchor Lifetime when triggered from 8 seconds to 6 seconds. 
Fear Sentinel, your Shield Bash, they've improved the reliability of the suppression application when hitting the primary target under poor network conditions. So your Shield Bash should hopefully, you know, Shield Bash and suppress now. For the Voidwalker Warlocks, your Nova Bomb Vortex, they've increased the projectile speed by 21%, they increased the radius of the inward pull of the impact by about 17%, they increased the strength of the inward pull on impact by about 20%. Which should help you actually, you know, hit those fast moving targets and knock players down. Uh, your Void Overshield, they fixed an issue where the Void Overshield was only providing 25% PVE damage resistance rather than the intended 50%. So your Void Overshields should be twice as strong now in PVE, going from 25% resistance to 50% resistance. Your Stasis Subclass, your Revenant Winter Shroud, your Fragment slots are getting increased from 1 to 2. Your Shade Binder, your Glacial Harvest, reduce the cooldown of the Stasis Shard creation for every 6 shards from 15 seconds down to 10 seconds. For your Behemoth, your Cryoclasm, your Fragment Slots go from 1 to 2. Your Stasis Grenade, Duskfield Grenade, increases the slow stack application rate on players by 13%. Your Cold Snap Grenade can now track targets for half a second after its creation rather than immediately finding a target and traveling to their last known position. This should allow the cold snaps to actually properly track and find people versus just going nowhere and uh, doing you no good. Some general changes to stasis. Your stasis slow increases the movement speed penalty when slowed by 10%, so slows you down by another 10%. Your Whisper of Rending now provides a bonus damage to stasis crystals and frozen targets for all primary weapons rather than just kinetic primary weapons. So your Whisper of Rending now works Again, stasis crystals and frozen targets for every gun that shoots white ammo, not just kinetic guns that shoot white ammo. Your arc subclasses, your arc strider, your tempest strike. They've increased the tempest strike damage in PVE combatants by 30%, so nice 30% boost. Your ballistic slam on your striker titans. They've increased the ballistic slam against PVE combatants by 16%. Our poor Storm Grenades, your Touch of Thunder Storm Grenade, they've they've decreased the Touch of Thunder Storm Grenade's roaming duration from 5 seconds to 4 seconds, decrease the bonus lifetime granted by the Spark of Magnitude to the Enhanced Storm Grenade from 2 seconds to 1.5 seconds, and they fix an issue caused by the Enhanced Storm Grenade's effective area to be difficult to understand in PvP by basically making the ring around the whole thing versus just the grenade. There sh it should be more, more obvious, sort of like the... Um, the Hunter's uh, Tornado of Death that comes to kill you. You should see a similar VFX, you know, bluish versus pinkish or whatever color it is if you have the colorblind settings on of good versus bad. Your Storm Callers. Your Ball Lightning is going to get increased uh, travel distance from 27.5 meters to 35 meters. Your Chain Lightning is going to get increased damage against PvE combatants by 50%, 50%. Your Arc Souls getting increased space damage against PvE combatants from 35 up to 60. Your Chaos Reach is going to get a reduced base cooldown from 9 minutes and 16 seconds down to 7 minutes and 35 seconds, so it should be up more. For Power and Progression, fixed an issue where Shahan's supply chest in the Cosmodrome could award items that have been removed from the game. So we had a secret chest that gave you removed items. They fix an issue where Europa and Beyond Light content may have been inaccessible to some players. So hopefully it should be accessible to you now, but do remember, you do need to own the content to play it. That does not mean you get it for free. It just, if it was bugged before, it should be less bugged. 
and focusing, you can no longer preview a focusing engram where you have no eligible items to decrypt. Dares of Eternity, remember that's still a thing? Your daily and weekly bounties from Missouri and Starhorse now reward the Strange Flavor reputation. The amount of Strange Flavor reputation earned by completing dares on Legend difficulty has been increased. Destiny 2, Year 4 weapons and armor sets and Tangled Shore armor sets have all been added to the Dares of Eternity reward pool. The Destiny 2 Year 3 weapons and older, no longer available, Destination armor sets from Io, Mars, Mercury, and Titan have been removed from the Dares of Eternity reward pool. For your Destination materials, all, in, all existing in-game sources of Destination materials will be disabled. Players can no longer earn Destination materials via interacting with the resource nodes, opening chests, completing conflict events, finishing strikes, etc. Harvesting resource nodes will now grant Glimmer and XP directly instead of the destination materials. So your destination materials that have been removed are your Glacial Star Wars from Europa, your Dusk Light Shards from EDZ, your Helium Filaments from Luna, the Moon, your Spin Metal Leaves from the Cosmodrome, your Barium Bows from the Dreaming City, and your Microphasic Datalitis from Nessus. So you can still interact with those things if you see them in the world, but they're just going to give you XP and Glimmer, they're no longer going to give you that material. For our materials exchange, Rahul will no longer sell destination materials because you don't need them. No one needs them, you can't have them. If you do have them, players who have destination materials on their account will still be able to exchange them for Glimmer at Rahul, although at a reduced rate compared to what is currently offered, you know, currently offered back last season because we are now living in the future where all these changes have taken effect. Your current exchange rate was 20 destination materials for 10,000 Glimmer. Rahul will provide context-sensitive offers that will display depending on how many of each material you have. Others will be invisible to players who do not have materials. Basically, if you have materials, it'll show you, it'll show you can exchange them. If you don't, then it won't. So your new exchange rate is basically half of the Glimmer you were getting. So if you would turn these in last season for 20 materials, you were getting 10,000 Glimmer. You're going to get 5,000 this season. Your offer is only visible if the player has 20 or more of the associated material in their inventory. Your new exchange rate is one material for 250 Glimmer. And again, all, that offer is only basically, Rahul will show you for every 20 stacks of, of material you have, he'll give you 5,000 Glimmer. For every single material you have, he'll give you 250 Glimmer. And if you have none of that material, he will not offer you anything for it because you have nothing to give him. It's a lot of words, then that's what that means. This will be the only use, Night Demon, this will be the only use for Destination Materials beyond Season 19. Just to hand out a hole, just to get Glimmer. You do not need to keep them anymore. These offers are unavailable for previously deprecated materials, so if you still have your Etheric Spirals, your Alcane Dust, your Phase Glass Needles, or your Seraphite, um, you can't, you can't do anything with them. Bungie doesn't want players to feel bad if they've thrown these resources away. Uh, but you should throw them away. There's You can't do anything with them. Rahul will now also exchange players following materials for, for Glimmer. So your Dark Fragments, your Phantasmal Fragments, and your Heal, Heal Always piece you can now all be exchanged for Glimmer from Rahul. So if you have things to give Rahul for Glimmer, do so. If you've got things that are super old, just delete them. You can't exchange them for anything. They have no use. Our vendor updates. Finally, our destination materials costs have been removed from the upgrade module purchases. Purchasing costs for the Monument of Lost Light will see the destination material costs replaced with legendary shard costs. 
as mentioned earlier, the Kill Tracker Ghost no longer is on Lord Shacks, but you can pull it from the collections if you need to. Devrim K and Failsafe, you will no longer need Dusklight Shards and Microphasic Datalitis to go to Devrim K and Failsafe to get things in their current reputation system. It is currently out of scope to create a new reputation system similar to what they saw to what we saw with Finch on the Throne World. However, these vendors will no longer sell your Sunset Weapons, and Destination Armor will be available for purchase without requiring the players to earn rings from the vendor. So if there's things from Devrim K or Failsafe or others you've been missing, they should be available to you without Destination Materials or without having to earn ranks for them. Your cost is going to be 1,000 Glimmer and 25 Legendary Shards to acquire these items. Your emblems and rewards that were once locked through ranking up the vendor will become available to purchase. Your Ghost Shells will be 10 Legendary Shards and your emblems will be 25 Legendary Shards. And they've increased the number of daily bounties available from each vendor from 3 to 4 to be in line with other destinations. For your Ghost Mods, the following Ghost Mods will be removed as they no longer have any functionality in the game. So all of your Materialism Mods, your Vanguard, Crucible, Gambit, Materialism Mods, gone. So the following Ghost Mods are, go are going to change. Your Public Defender is no longer going to increase the Destination Materials. It's now going to offer you more Glimmer, and your Bountiful Harvest will no longer increase your Destination Material. It will now also increase the amount of Glimmer from Rewards. For your Platforms and Systems, an issue has been fixed where after joining a player through a Bungie Invite, and attempting to join a different player by accepting a platform invite will send the first player to the second player's fire team, presumably leaving you without anyone to play with at all. But you've put your two friends together, now be friends. So they fixed an issue where the emblems rewarded by completing the King's Fall raid or raid carries are missed by the raid metrics category. And they fixed an issue where chat disabled in-game via settings would remain inactive when players try to engage by text in the chat. Finally, almost finally, almost the very finally, they fixed an issue where subclass emblems were not properly unlocked with new light completion, and a couple of localization changes and something that I'm going to absolutely mangle. Your French Exo Stranger voice talent has been recast. Your Spanish Castilian Exo Stranger voice talent has also been recast. Your Russian Marasov was temporarily recast for Season 19, but the original talent will be back for future releases. And the Lightfall expansion has been renamed in Portuguese, Brazilian, to Quida de Luz. And that, my friends, has been your entire, complete, unabridged Destiny 2 update 6.3.0. Either you're welcome or my deepest condolences. I want to congratulate Micah. He just had a little girl. So congratulations and uh, farewell to Destiny as this little girl is going to take the next nine months of your life before you get to play it again. He seems to think he's just going to swaddle her and play Destiny. I've informed him that it's not how that works. So, you know, whatever that is for a good friend. Goodbye to a strong Titan. I'd like to con congratulate him on finally having his Ark armor set available for him to purchase and to wear proudly and to never take off again. So I was, saw the Hunter on the set, and I was really underwhelmed. Like, well, I didn't see your guys' set yet. Yeah. <laughs> Does it's yours look good? It's very shiny and flashy. It's lovely. I'm not talking about shiny and flashy. It can be shiny and flashy and still look like crap. Does it look good? Well, it depends. You're, you're going you're gonna to have to look. I can't tell you if it looks good or not. You're going to have to look and tell me yourself. I trust your fashion sense. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Okay, we'll put it on record. I trust your fashion sense, says the man who walks around wearing the dawn and dusk shader on everything and is now putting flower child shader on things. My fashion I trust because sense, you if believe anything, in what you believe should be in, not trusted. Right? <laughs> okay, you might wear the bright shaders, but you don't do it in an obnoxious fashion all the time. You do it in a way that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have an opinion on the armored idea? Um, I haven't really looked. I'll be honest. I, I looked and saw. I looked and saw it was available, and I, I, but I haven't actually looked to see. It's always available. I thought Michael will be pleased, and that's as far as it yeah. went. Like the, <laughs> hunter, the hunter arc armor <laughs> is a bunch of leather, right, and a couple of metal bits. And I'm just thinking to myself, so leather is a, a, a pretty good you know, insulator. And then we have a couple of bits of metal, which are obviously good, you know, uh, the opposite Mm -hmm. of insulator, Mm -hmm. conductor, thank you, right? Uh, And and you put them on each other in a way that doesn't really make sense, right? So, like, the hunter has, like, a little kind of pyramid metal bit on one of his shoulders, and that's kind of it. I'm just like, huh. So this is why they waited an extra season (laughs) <laughs> to give this guy time to work on it to give us this. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I tell you what, Warlocks came out like bandits with the freaking uh, Assassin's Creed armor. Oh, you guys got set, you got the good one. Oh, congratulations, Warlocks. Very well done. I mean, I know you didn't do it, but but you got lucky. I mean, there, there are people out there that's going to like the, the, the Spartan Hunter, which is fair enough. I think the Spartan should have been the tank, aka the uh, Titan. Personally, you know, because that's what Titan—that's uh, what Spartans are known for. It's just you know, very hard to kill things, you know. And um, I think that should have been Titan. I would have liked the Hunters to be the original Assassin's Creed armor, which the Warlocks got. And then I don't know what the Warlocks should have been, but the fact that you got the original armor, congrats, gents! You you made out like bandits. Well done. Yeah, the I, looked, I yeah. looked at the armor for the Titan, which was the Assassin's Creed, and I like the shield that's on the back, but it, I didn't like the rest of it. And I was like, do I want to pay 2,000 silver for this or not? You but don't. it sounds like the Warlocks are the ones that actually do look like the, like the Assassin's Creed. They actually Creed look like line. the original Assassin. So yeah. I, might actually, I might actually be tempted to do that because... I don't have that much, you know, variation in my warlock armor. I mean, I've got quite a few right. bits from where I played it constantly and got loads of different armors, but they're just kind of the bog standard ones in game. I haven't got kind of anything flashy. Um, although I did pick up the when we did the solar run, I did pick up all the solar ones for all the classes, which was quite nice for Bright Dust. Perfect. But yeah, the the arc one I might get when it comes up each week for Bright Dust, depending on. I'll have a look at them and see what the kind of they really look like as a as a whole kind of thing, and if I like it, then I will kind of get it. But I feel I'll now, probably be the warlock. Now, all you warlock players out there, keep in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Respawn when he's not playing a hunter. If I'm gonna play something, it's gonna be a warlock. I'm not saying I'm a warlock main. I'm not saying warlocks are better in any way, shape, or form. I will never say that. They're really good. Though. What I am saying is that so far, the only armor I bought this season has been the Warlock Assassin Creed armor. <laughs> they just got it's so nice. Hi right, guys, I'm at home. I'm about to swap to my computer and start the stream. 
Ugh. Okay. So, yeah, now that you've heard This Week in Destiny, you've heard Parody go through all the patch notes, we can now go through This Week at Bungie for the 8th of December, 2022. So This Week at Bungie, we have to save the dates, give Game to Give updates, and oh yeah, there's there's a new dungeon that uh, has launched. And more, crashed the more, game. More or less for, for people, yeah. Did it launch or did Rasputin crash the game? Because he was like, no, nobody is invading my vaults. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure this was a good idea giving Telesto sentience and then uh you know having to talk to the rest of the robots. It hasn't gone great. A mad scientist sentient robot fixing another AI mad robot with weaponry. <laughs> no, no, it's gonna be fine because Osiris said it so. So he yeah, said, well, if he says you know that one mad robot is gonna be better for killing for making the other one better then you know it, it must be true because you know he wasn't under the influence of anyone bad last time that we listened to for the whole entire season no 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 he was right mm. the whole time exactly he, he would yeah but who's to stop right. him who's to stop him from from um taking over rasputin how do we know he's not going to become the new war mind you know who? no no how, no his ambition what's the uh, what's the uh, episode number for this uh, it's it's past be... 200, so I've completely lost track. 203? Uh, yes, 203. 203. I have to go look, because I don't remember either. It's like my age. Once I got to like... I think once I got to about 35, <laughs> I completely lost. When somebody mm-hmm. says, how old are you? I like, I mm-hmm. really do have to think. I have to go... Yes. Yeah. You don't have to think, you have to do math. There's a difference. No, no, I don't. I, I have to think. I don't do the math. I mean, I know what year I was born, but I don't do the math from that. I just like I have to think. Like my last birthday was this, yeah, yeah. So, so there's a new dungeon that I heard people uh, attempted to play this week. Um, they put out a very, a very fancy trailer for. I watched the trailer. The trailer worked great. That thirty yeah. seconds, flawless. Yeah. I also watched a video this week that was that was shorter than that <laughs> trailer video of someone trying to play the dungeon. And getting booted to orbit. <laughs> so the Calibrizi errors uh, took over the dungeon and had a really good success rate against all guardians. So that, I believe they've now fixed those oh, issues. Boy. You've made a very angry baby. Not yeah. me, stand by. And uh, yeah, so people tried to play the dungeon and the dungeon was having none of it. Lots of people got booted to orbit. And I assume some people have completed it because I've seen people putting out dungeon guides about it. I... Sort of haven't looked. I'm not like trying to keep myself, you know, spoiler free, but also just I'm not going to go beat my head against a wall for something that's obviously very broken. I'll wait till they fix it and then I'll go beat my head against that wall. <laughs> that's definitely something I'll say at the start of the show. I mean, there are a lot of videos, you know, good YouTubers like Ibontis, Time Sausage Gaming that have put out loads and loads of videos. And I have watched a lot this week, but I haven't actually kind of gone through and gone right this is the best one to put in the show notes i will do that at some point maybe tonight when i'm at work so that you guys do have a list of anything you're looking for for the beginning of this season so like the the dungeon guides any of the uh like the little music boxes i can't remember what they're called the little diamond things uh that we used to go and collect around on mars they're now back in the game on is yeah. it on the moon and somewhere else europa yeah, i think moon. it is Dreaming City. I want to see. I I, I also went went in like I have a tab open of hey here's where to find all those things once I yeah. actually decide to bring myself to do those. Yeah, there's there's collectibles in the dungeon that I think Abantus has either had or or by the time you hear this we'll put out a video on where to find all those bits in the dungeon. So yeah, if 
if you're looking to go into it with an idea of what you have to expect, there's plenty of plenty of resources. Or if you're looking to go into a cold, uh, we're not here to spoil it for you because we haven't done it either. So I, I have heard people saying it is, you know, it is not one of the, you know, one of the harder ones, one of the like, oh, this is not like, you know, the, the pinnacle achievement of dungeoning. And, oh, it was so tough and took us, you know, 17 hours to get through. Okay. So take that, you know, take that with a grain of salt for what you will. But I've seen you know, a number of people. Now, granted, it wasn't it wasn't the esoterics who were going to, you know, solo at one hand tied behind their back on a 56K dial up modem. But, you know, it was, you know, other people who are, who are good at this game and have a fire team who knows what they're doing. So figure if they can do it, we can do it. There's a brand, brand new fancy weapons that come from it, which, you know, again, we'll. Lots of reviews on what, like what an exotic this, bow. What the best role of this is, and the role of that so is. So far, doesn't look up to the task a little bit. Have you seen the new bow? I'm sure you have. Astacross got it first, first drop. Which, by the way, congrats, Astacross. I heard that he had it, but then he yeah, did. because I was at work when it all kind of kicked off, I was like, I feel so it's, sad. It's it's it reminds me of another weapon. I don't know if we've had it in this game or another game, but you land so many shots, right? And then you can shoot this ring in front of you and then when you shoot through the ring it kind of empowers your arrows right so they get burn damage attached to them and they get tracking right but mm-hmm. you have to shoot through this ring to do that and that reminds me of another weapon i don't know i don't even know if it was in this game but that's that's a direct copy off of another weapon that wasn't a bow it was like an auto rifle or something it doesn't matter yeah. i mean it reminds me when, when you could shoot right. uh wish ender through foliage to uh, buff its damage yes Nice, uh, but it's still even with the buff. It, it, it he did play testing on it, right? And like one out of every, I don't know, nine, ten shots managed to manage to kill a guardian one shot, right? But for the most part, it just got them really low, and that's shooting through the ring, getting that extra burn damage. So if you have like Falcons or something like that, yeah, you could one shot. If you're standing in a rift, you could one shot. Yeah. Do you know the name of it? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do, because I was just watching this video. It is called yeah. the 54321. <laughs> Hierarchy of needs. God damn it! Yes, that's it. Yes, that's it. My Astrocross video is gone. That's what that's what's bugging me because it was right here on my phone. And now, not only is the Astrocross video not there, my phone's not even showing that I was watching it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you were watching the video? Uh, no, you weren't. But yes, Hierarchy of Needs is the name of the bow, and it is a massive bow. Easily twice the size of even our heavy bow. This thing is huge, man. It's 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 a you might as well just use it as a sword and beat enemies to death with it. It's so big, man. Good how'd you, lord. How'd you spell that? Hierarchy H E I A R C H Y. That sounds I E R H I E R A R C H Y. Is that not what I said? E I E I O. Or just search Dungeon Bow in YouTube, and it was like the first 18 results. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm trying to look I it up like. on light.gg, so it's H... H- I- might not be on light.gg yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I doubt anything new no, is going to not. be there, because no. that 
OneLight.gg is working because I'm sure they've just cached all the information. Anything mm-hmm. new will not be there because they can't pull it. Right. But yeah, it's 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 a big massive bow. It's, the thing is huge to wield. Um, on Nasty Cross's back, it looked like a whole ass another guardian on his back, and things so big, right? Um, also, T Rex, don't tell me I'm late. I just got off a daggone was plane. It, You're lucky I'm here at all. Anyway. Was there something you were looking for, Night Demon? Yeah, because because the intrinsic perk is guidance ring. Precision hits and final blows build the guidance ring energy. And opposing guardians grant additional energy at full charge. Hip firing creates the guidance ring. So that's the ring. Reason I was talking about shooting through. Oh, that's right. And, a guardian, and, it, and it has the. To, you need six to pop a ring. A guardian kill will give you four out of six. A guardian yeah. headshot will give you two out of six. And a body shot will give you one out of six. So no matter where you hit it, you're getting at least one. Yeah. And it's got a perk on it, a polonic tangent. Arrows mm-hmm. fired through the guidance ring release seeking projectiles which do more damage based on distance traveled. So it's a little bit of, yeah, you know, the longer you shoot it, the more it's going to do. And it does have a catalyst slot, which I presume come from the dungeon as well. Yes, sure it's going to be the hard mode or the master mode of the dungeon, whatever you call that. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I just looked at Frostbolt's uh, video on it because I, I knew somebody, knew whoever it was would show the what the perks were and the uh, numbers on it, at least, since we don't have we don't have all the apps we're used to. No, see, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, with it being down at the weekend. <laughs> Let me go look up the... Oh, We've forgotten how to do things on our own! <laughs> so, so Respawn, I know, I know, is I know is just, you know, probably going to find his, his fire team immediately to go jump into this new dungeon and go play it. I would have! I didn't, know it was that, I, didn't even, I didn't even know we had a dungeon yet. I'm like, hey, you want to help with the dungeon? I'm like, yes! I want to help! But it's 10 o'clock <laughs> and I'm still at work! <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's oh, okay. Because honestly, had you tried to play it yesterday, you likely would have had a very subpar experience. Yeah. Really? So, what was going on yesterday? Oh, it was booting people out of the dungeon. Like, like you would just load, the dungeon I mean, or the game? Uh, well, well, I mean, the dungeon, the game, one and the same. Like, you, okay. you would go into the dungeon to try to start it. It would Calabrese error you to orbit and of rinse course. and repeat. There were a number of people who were like, "Yeah, I'd love to be able to finish it," or even just stayed long enough to begin the encounter. So that has, that has been, re- that has been resolved. Part of what they, you know, that that's part of why all of the things are down this weekend. We have no APIs down working right now. Cause they turned all that stuff off in an, in an effort to fix all the dungeon bugs. And what was oh, going on. that's why I was going to ask you why, what had happened to cause that. Okay. Yeah there's, yeah. there's something fairly major. Cause they were like, well, we turned this off. We turned this off. They're like, we're going to keep the APIs off of the weekend because clearly there's something. I don't know if it's, you know, load on the servers or what it is. There's clearly something bigger going on. Does Planet of the Booty have a new stasis build yet? I need to try stasis. Build. He does have a new, he does have a new void build already. So uh, I think it's Mactix is putting out a playbook for all three Ooh. classes. I think of, oh, now I'm going to second guess myself. I want to say it's stasis, but it might be arc. I can't remember. Anyway. Mm. But yeah, I mean, there, there's a number of, I mean, I see a number of good stasis builds. And yeah, with stasis getting its tweaks in the coming days, we should see some good, some good stasis goodness. Uh, well, actually, Gray, here you go. Gray, G-R-E-Y, G-R-E-Y Gaming has the stasis, the stasis hunter build is perfect for season 19. Don't know anything about it, but just found it. It's here on the front page of my YouTube. So maybe respawn. Maybe this is the one you need. I'll put it right here in the show notes for you. Maybe cool. that's the one. Haven't watched it yet. But it looks like it requires a new grenade launcher. But, but it but it's, it says all the right words, and uh, you're going to need to grind your way into getting the new um, 
grenade launcher mods because uh, I already got that. Ah, I, I say bounties. I got it already. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Shut up, demon. You just just because you you write once every now and again doesn't mean I'm gonna take the advice every time. <laughs> well, I mean, last season I hit. I think it was ranked two hundred and thirty. And Damn, although once you get over hundred, no, 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 don't no, no. Not once you get over 100, it's you need to get to 200 to get the triumph because there is a triumph for hitting level 200, which is I think it's uh 20 light levels on your artifact. There's a triumph on mm, every season, yeah. So I know people go, Oh, once you hit 100, it doesn't really matter, but it does if you're a triumph hunter because you need to get to 200 because that is the level that unlocks the triumph for you every single season. But what I was saying is that. Last season, if Destiny, yeah, I, if Destiny ever stops being Destiny, like if Destiny goes away, I honestly fear for your sanity, my friend. That's all. Right, I'll just find something else to play. Yeah, <laughs> I'll find something else to obsess over. What else he is a lot of tribes? Yeah, no, he, he will invest in a new addiction. It's, the addiction will change, but as long as there's something there to feed the need, it's fine. Yeah, we know but, how addiction uh, works. But yeah, the, the, the thing is that. Last season, I'd saved up like 50-odd bounties on each character mm-hmm. and, you know, dumped them all at the beginning of the season, got all loads of XP in them. I, I got to the end of the season, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm slowly ranking up like 230, 240. I'm like, did I really need all those bounties? No. No, I didn't. No, you, so you absolutely don't. So this I, season, I... I have taken a gamble. <gasps> a gambit? And done, well, yeah, I've played gambit as well. But... I didn't save any bounties. I thought you, um, you started the season day one, just like man. I did, with yep. absolutely nothing stored, and just said, "Let's play the game as it comes." Yeah, I thought I'm going to be a madman, but that might change <laughs> for next season going into Lightfall. But saying mm, that, Bungie did make a note. Everything. That's the only reason I'm bringing this up is that Bungie did make a note <laughs> that going into big expansions like Lightfall the witch queen that they wanted to kind of curb people doing that of saving <laughs> bounty, saving XP in various mm-hmm. different places to get a foot up on like everybody else or uh, beat the season before the season's kind of really come out or before you can kind of yeah. get going. So I think they'll probably come out in a couple of months time before we get to Lightfall and say, Oh, by the way, turning all those bounties because it's going to be useless come nightfall. So I, it's like a detox for me this season is that stop doing it now. I mean, I know Gator's going to be upset because he loves the bounty. But I don't think they're there's, saying that you can't do the bounties pl- next plenty of bounties in Lightfall. To collect. Yeah. Pl- I, there will be plenty of them. Is there even a light level bomb? Yes. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen. I, I played it. Okay. So when I say I passed no, out, it, it wasn't entirely true. I played for a couple of hours with, uh, with a friend of mine. Um, I didn't get anything higher than a, than 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 the last season's highest, twelve eighty or the. the this doesn't play your cards right. You know that you have to go and do pinnacles, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought That's I did. The only the, way to get above fifteen. No, but I thought we did the the crucible pinnacle and the um. Oh, well, I thought I had some pinnacles yeah. and nothing dropped over fifteen eighty. Well, you're doing it wrong, or you deleted it because it was a blue and you didn't look at it hard enough. Like I like. To Ooh, that's right. I gotta start looking at blues again. <laughs> oh. I, I, I said this exact thing to Mister Blue Screen the other day. I was like, I need to look at my blues, my blues now, because they might be fifty, fifteen, eighty-one. Oh, geez, and my instinct right. is just to delete them immediately. 
So yes, friends, colleagues, look at your blue gear that drops because it could be the 1581 or whatever it is you're hunting for. Uh, randomly, yeah. Did, now, you gotta be, now, now you gotta be tripping. Did I delete it? Gosh, dang it. I probably I'm did. I'm an probably idiot. It. Yeah, well, if, it, yeah, if it was just like a pinnacle blue, just crucible, then it was just like a plus one in power. If it's the... Yeah. Yeah, those things that they got going on where it says, Hey, you have you have a seasonal challenge that you haven't clicked on yet, even though yeah. I have. Oh, yes, yeah. it's still blinking. It's a bug, it's a bug. Okay, yeah. so I'm not yeah. the only one. Okay, no, no, it's <laughs> they no, did that's... identify it, didn't they? I think it's something they did. in week I, two I that people have either it. done or not done that is just saying that it's done. So it's something yep. that's going to come up next week. Or maybe yep. the week after. Yeah. Yeah. No. Either so the, people yeah, have done, it, or it's auto completed. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep, yeah. It so really yeah. bugged me for the first couple of hours. I was like, I mm -hmm. want to click on it. Oh, I know. Right. I'm I'm one of those people that just oh, let, let me click it. I need to click it. Why can't I click yeah. it? <laughs> yep. So yes, your weekly challenges will continue to flash at you as if there's one to collect, but there is not one to collect. But there might be one to collect. So you know, check them if you do a thing but it's going to flash at you all week long until they fix it oh. or until next week hits and it's available for you to actually click on now. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So we, we had a lovely trailer and Bungie just sort of info dumped. They're like, listen, we told you a lot of things. All, yeah. all of our exotics weapon park changes, all the changes in update 6.3.0 that went live with the season, which included all your ability changes, your weapon tuning changes, your destiny materials updates your Deepstone Crypt weapon crafting, and your Crucible overhaul, which people are thrilled about. Yay! Um, Budgie links to all of those past TWABs in this TWAB, basically saying, we told you about all these things. And honestly, if you just want a sort of a refresher, go look at update 6.3.0, or listen to me read it all to you and, and suffer along with me as I try to get through all these words. Because <laughs> it will tell you every single change that they made. And uh, even the things you're like, oh. oh Wait, is that yeah. bad? It's, well, I mean, it's everything. It's all the cruise again. I mean, all the things I just listed out. I mean, the weapons yeah. tuning ability. All the things you listed out that I didn't hear because it was pre recorded. Yeah, that. Okay, cool. No, no, but we've gone over it over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. But the Cliff yeah, Notes it's... version respawned for you exotic and weapon perk changes, yeah. ability changes that you kind yeah. of know about because we were talking yeah. about this last week. Weapon tuning, also that we talked about last week and the previous weeks. Destination uh -huh. material updates. You remember this that they said that you can't now collect destination materials. You can turn them into Rahul for money or for glimmer. Do you yeah. remember this? Yeah, yes. but you can yep. still go to the like places and pick up like the dustlight shards, but it'll go towards the vendor rank up rather than it would be for actually collecting the materials. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. The fact okay. that when you visit shacks, your engrams you no longer have to collect. You can just focus one of the. Oh, is that available. happening now? Yes. Has that started? That's also that was part of the big cursor rework. So yeah, you can now just walk nice. up to Shack and get they list all the weapons available in in the update, or just go in game and stare at all the weapons you can get. And the available. last last one on the cliff notes, especially for you, respawn. Yeah. Deep stone crypt weapon crafting. That's this season. I thought it was next season. I thought it was when when whenever uh, Strand started. That's this season yep. now. Right now, right now, oh, you, you could you could be crafting oh, weapons. Oh, right let's now. get it. Yeah, and 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 the, the one little other clip that I'll mention is they actually do a for once a pretty good job under the crucible part breaking down which of the playlist buttons you can click on right now 
use which kind of matchmaking. And there are about six different kinds of matchmaking live in this game right now. Wow. Some of it's really? loose. Some of it's loose connection. Some of it's purely connection. Some of it's skill. Some of it's a menagerie of all of those things. So they actually right. break down one. This is what they should put like in the game when you log in and tell you, Hey, this playlist is going to contain these things, which basically it, it's all rift. They've already made a change to reduce it's the amount rift. of rift. They've already made a change because they were like, if you walk into competitive, apparently you're competitively playing rift and that's about it. Yeah. So they were like, we've, we've tweaked rift um, to be less there. So maybe you can play other things that aren't just rift. I did actually enjoy that. I played one game of the competitive because I thought I'll go in and try it because I need to kind of show it for the show basically. And I really did enjoy it. It was really competitive, although it was the first kind of game to kind of get me placed. But it, I mm -hmm. felt that it, the, it matched placed? us up very well. No, because you have to play seven matches to then actually be placed in the rankings. But the first match, they kind oh, of... Oh, does ranking start the season two? Yes. yes. Oh, so okay. it, it must have matched us with pretty much good average skill levels because it was a pretty evenly spread match and playing rift with 3v3 was very interesting oh. i can tell you it was yeah I wouldn't touch it. yeah oh really oh okay yeah 6v6 is the yeah, original one sixes. yeah yeah but now it's in crucible labs this season and competitive and as 3v3 competitive. yeah how did that go i'm super curious about the the asymmetrical maps they mentioned because i have not I have not really set foot in the Crucible yet. We played it. Is it Disjunction, which is the uh, the, the Throne, Throne World? World? Yes. Yeah. So it was played on that map. So it's you know That's pretty a massive map. How did that work stat. out? It worked out pretty well because I mean, even though, say for instance, we killed all the enemies at the Spark. We grabbed the Spark. By the time we were kind of running to them, they were coming <laughs> back out the doors, and uh, it <laughs> was a good fight because. If they picked theirs up, we'd spawn back at ours and then we'd meet back in the middle. So it was a good, I think it was a good size map. The only problem was, you know, when you, that when the enemy got to the certain point in the map where you then spawn, not in the middle of the map, but you spawn nearer the enemy spawn halfway across mm -hmm. the map. And you're like, oh my God, I've got to run all the way over there. Because <laughs> like, what's the point? You know, just. Yeah. Yeah. That That's, that's. Uh, I was real curious about the uh, they were like the, you know, we'll use the well, hold on. We, have, we got a we got a first time oh, chat talking out. about how they did their placements, which I completely forgot was a thing. And yeah. after seven rounds, he got silver three. That sounds pretty high. I don't know what it starts at. Does it start at bronze? I don't uh, know what it starts at. But after seven you and, you, and you're already in silver three, that's that sounds pretty good. I'll refer good? you to, to the update six three dot patch notes that also walk you through what all the ranks are. And as you go up each rank, you'll actually get a bonus Crucible modifier to oh. rank up even oh, quicker yes. as you ascend those ranks. And oh, throw Zen Cannon. Gold three. Look at this guy. Yo, I need a carry for Trials. Let's go. <laughs> but the, 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 the thing about the, the Rift where they... So say the enemy, you've got two enemies, they go over and they kill, or they're running with the Rift and they go to your base. And say that your two players and you end up dead and the two enemies end up dead. The problem is that if the one of the enemies is already dead before that and they've spawned at their base and then mm. you spawn just behind them, that they've got a head start to get to the rift to then literally, because it's right outside your door, to grab it before you and your teammates can get to them because, mm -hmm. you know, the game thinks that the two enemies that died there could be rezzed and, like, brought back and, and oh, dunk. So yeah, it's... Yeah. I think the, the timing of the, the spawns might need to be adjusted even further or the placement of you spawning back. Maybe 
not necessarily, oh, we're just going to dump you here and you have to run all the way back there because it's a little bit harder for 3v3. Yeah. Um, maybe slightly closer to the rift or slightly over to the sides, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting that they put that into, like, you know, as part of the, quote, competitive playlist. You, you know, the Crucible Labs, I understand. You know, let's put it in the labs and see how Rift works as a 3v3 game type. But the fact that they added, added that to the, you know, competitive list as basically, I mean, you know, a, a beta game. I mean, you brought it back a little bit in Iron Banner and then in the season as a rotator last season. But it's still, you know, I'd say as far as Crucible things go, fairly untested. And then you're going <laughs> to 3v3. It's like, he said that go. with just a touch of care. Fairly interesting. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, as far as, as far as just like you know, hours of game time played is not that much. But right, yeah, no, I'm 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 curious to see how it goes. I I'm I'm excited to set foot into the Crucible things and play all the rotators. There's yeah. a lot. I've been seeing a lot of the the PvP folks, you know, very unhappy about the loss of Rumble and. You is know, it forever I, I, gone? Rumble's forever gone now? No, it's in the oh, no, rotation now. Oh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it, it just, they, they basically, I mean, I mean, they greatly simplify. When you go look at, at PvP, I mean, it's it's real simple now. There's there's not a lot of buttons to click on. And, but there's just a lot of things that are, yeah, like, you can't just go and say, I want to go play, a, you know, a Rumble match and test out a weapon. I just, I can jump into a rotator and hope Rumble comes up. I can jump into this and hope this comes up. Like, there's not... Really, I mean, Crucible but the Labs, rotator is—is is it all the ro- is it all the weekly rotations in the same playlist, and you can you have a chance to get all of them every week, or is it just one a week? It's meaning like be... if if I jumped in the rotator right now, I had the chance to get Rumble or one of the other four or five different things, or is it well, just Rumble? Our, our weekly rotator—it's it, going to be one thing. Okay. So right now it's Rift. So basically, okay. there's. When we get to the, when we get to the report roundup, there's a, an excellent uh, animated or uh, uh, illustrated graphic of what Crucible is right now. But yeah, but basically your rotator it's going to rotate between Momentum Control, Mayhem, Scorched, Rift, and Rumble. So each week one of those will be up for the week in the rotator. And then your quick play has now become either Clash or Control. It's a fifty feet well, fifty fifty shot. Scorched. That's a thing now. Sorry, I, chat is chat is explaining this to me as you guys are too. They're talking about three three v three scorch, rumble is gone. Uh, there's a comp rework, yeah, all that this, good stuff. Yeah, the, this is again where I just honestly, the, the, Bungie does a very terrible job for the most part of explaining things. I give all of the credit in the world to them writing the pat the update six dot three patch notes because they actually made it very clear and very oh, easy see. to understand like this i wish they would just slap on like you know the new light guide hey for this season here's how things are set up here's what you're gonna find because they actually did a really good job explaining this whole crucible rework and what exactly is where like i i, I have to give credit where it's due i'll also say that i saw a dmg tweet later in the week because as i was reading this there were just like some weird bugs and weird errors and like just bizarre typos and DMG did say, hey, um, we're moving to a new content management system for the website. So if things are a little bit wonky, um, that's why. And I was like, oh, okay, that explains it. Because I was seeing just like weird formatting errors in the patch notes. And I don't know if, it's, if they've resolved it. I don't remember where in these 75 pages it is, but... Or, I'm sorry, so 27 pages of patch notes if you were to print it. So there's a couple of notes in there. But yeah, but there are, 
Yeah, but there were some weird bugs and weird issues trying to read through them. But yeah, so all yeah, yeah so all, all of those man. all of those things are how, live. How good it is now, how good PvP is like in general now. This episode he hasn't had this much fun in a long time. Uh T Rex King is playing on my lack of knowledge and making me feel like an idiot. Um <laughs> telling you all sorts of ter- all sorts of things that are not yeah. happening. That yeah, you go, Oh, that's that's great. No, no, it's not. Like, but... well, three between scores. No, I'm joking. I hope. <laughs> just, I'm a lady, man. I trust you guys. <laughs> okay, oh, so I do, I do have to give Bungie some some credit. They do say in in quick in Team Quick Play, the playlist cycles through the following six v six game modes: Control and Clash. So at least it does say competitive. Again, sort of gives you an idea of what it's going to be, but it doesn't really tell you what game types are in there. So uh, yeah. Anyway. I, I do really appreciate the placement series. You play the seven games and see where it places you, and then you get a fancy rose for your troubles. Somebody and, might get uh, back on. Help me out with happens? that. Give me a higher placement. <laughs> what you, happens you, if you, you go into placement you with a buddy? Do you still you, get judged individually? I'm guessing it's going to place you, even if you're in a fire team, I'm guessing it's going to place you where you need to be and place them into a different tier. Because honestly, you don't want to be in, you know, PvP gods tier if you are not a PvP god. Because I mean, it will adjust you, but it's just going to adjust you back down to where you belong. No, I want to <laughs> play some PvP god and then never play it for the rest of that season. I just want to. I just want to. You know. Oh yeah, you say uh, I'm not good at PvP. <laughs> Look at my rank. I am PvP guy. Yeah, let's one v one. Well, about that. Um, well, see, it does. De- it does degrade. So you're <laughs> going to need to keep playing. Oh, does otherwise- it degrade? Oh no. <laughs> just to get used to, so you're gonna have oh, to play that. You can't just set it and forget it. Now you can well, probably have the triumph for obtaining that idea, thing. <laughs> yeah, um, but Bungie has a couple other dates they want to let us aware of. The dawning starts December 13th, so um, this this coming week on Tuesday. Yeah, this week. But yeah, there's the no begins. details. No, it, it it's coming. Listen, it, it it's the dawning of redacted. The detail is it's coming. Right. And and our last TWAB is going to be that Thursday. So the 15th of December, that's our last TWAB for the season. That's our last TWAB for the year. Not the season, sorry. Last TWAB for the year of 2022. So last two weeks of the year, sort of what they did last year. They took off the last two weeks for TWABs. So you'll just have to see what, what we give you, what we do for you. You'll just have yeah. to find out. It's a surprise. It is. Mm-hmm. It's like well, a Christmas and listeners New know what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't. They honestly yeah. don't. Because you know why? Right. Do you, do you want to know why they don't know sure what's coming, coming up? Because we don't know what's coming up. Well, we have we have a rough idea. Like, okay, no, no, so... no, 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 no. We have ideas. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's as I far call, as we go. I, I would qualify <laughs> them as extremely rough. Yes. No. I think I think rough rough is a good way to put it. Um, that there was another idea thrown into the hat oh, about two know. days ago. That yeah. um, I got messaged and I was like, yeah, let's go with that as well. We we'll just we we'll just throw that in there as well. So we might, we might have millions of ideas, oh, but, yeah, but just rest assured, we may have ideas, but there will be. But they're never any really good. There, there, Wait, there, there, will be, there will be. There will be. Two shows. <laughs> there, there will be two shows. We will give you Destiny information with those shows, even if Bungie don't want to give you Destiny information. Right. Prolonged engagement is that one of the ones you were talking about earlier? Is that what I'm looking for? Yes, that's yeah, yeah, that's the SMG I was talking about earlier. That I have literally one of, so I like the one I have. I show heating up. Uh, so I know I know you're kind of going through the list of things, mm. and let's just let's just finish off the list. So we've got Iron Banner starting on the third of January. Mm-hmm. 
that's a that's a lovely New Year's gift for me there. So as soon as, the, as soon as everybody goes back to school, bit of iron banner for me to play. Yes, please. Thank you very much, sir. Please, sir, can I have some more? No. But, you know, with that, no trials this weekend that we're recording. But it says we'll be back on December 16th. So next weekend, by the time you hear this, hopefully, if you've got this in your lug holes on Monday, Tuesday, that weekend, December 16th. Mom, or... he's talking about my lug hole. You will be able to play some trials again and get the, was it a hand cannon and a machine gun, wasn't it, this year? This, well, that sounds right. This season, yeah. So, yeah. But before we go into the rest of the 12, I just want to kind of go over a rough guide to the dawning. And this is going back over notes that I've kind of kept for the last oh, couple oh, of years. Oh, oh, this is easy. Okay, so you're going to get an armor. It's going to be crap. And then no, you're going to do no. a bunch of arbitrary stuff, no, which no. is dumb. No, and it's no. Gonna upgrade your armor to less crap. Okay? No, but that's the wrong one. Brighter. You're thinking of the wrong event. That's solstice. That's solstice. What you're going to want to do is go back and listen to episode 151. No, no, from last they, they, year. They can listen to this you... one. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, but but if if for some reason this is, like, enough, up, this is not enough for you, 151 is where we talked about last year, and given Bungie's propensities, it will be basically the same thing as that. Nine people will probably. not tell you what he's been able to read the tea leaves and determine. Oh, tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, as with every year, the dawning brings our favorite space grandma, Eva Lorenzo. <sighs> really? And she brings with her. That's don't now, touch me, grandma, by the way. For the new people out there, I mean, she's called Grandma Stranger Danger because if you sit close to her for long enough, she will start to say some creepy. Very much, you know, stranger danger things. <laughs> you don't believe me? Stay closer. You'll see. But normally, as she has done with previous events, she sets herself right up in the middle of the tower, right as you spawn in, and she brings with her a holiday oven. Now, we are on version 2.0, and it hasn't kind of moved anywhere in the last two to three years. We did have holiday oven 1.0 at one point, but last year and the year before, we had the 2.0, and it still seems to be the same one. It's probably still going to be the same one again this year. Who knows? They might upgrade it to 3.0. But with that, if you have participated in previous dawning events over the years and you have baked cookies with the ingredients, then those will automatically be saved and stored in your oven to rebake the cookies uh, once you've got the ingredients. And if you're going to me ingredients, cookies, what are you going on about, Noah Demon? Well, as we've had with other events, if you talking himself now? If if we, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. He's talking to worried. the. He's I'm talking, talking to the people. people. No, he he asked Night Demon, "What is he talking about?" I was worried. Yeah, well, you you should also be worried. <laughs> okay. So along with everything else that goes on in the game, so you're you're doing your Seraph Towers, you're playing your dungeons, you're playing your raids and things. Enemies that you kill, there, there's no Seraph will towers, drop. Sir. Those are bunkers. Bunkers. The tower, the There's towers, towers that shoot me. There are towers that shoot me. There are okay. towers that shoot. Those are annoying little. Aren't they? They're very that annoying. Is, okay, that is fair. There are Seraph Towers. I apologize. Okay. So, along with that, enemies that you kill drop ingredients. That ingredients you then use to bake cookies. Also, with that, we... actually making cookies, not, not the euphemism that that implies. You're actually baking cookies. 
I've no idea what euphemism you're going on about. So making I'm cookies in is kind of like it's a certain kind of dance where you shake your ass. Like, don't worry about it. Really? Continue. Okay. Yeah. Along with that, the way that you kill the enemy also matters. So whether you're using arc, void, stasis, or solar, and weapon kills, and how you weapon? kill, yeah, and what type of weapon, also can generate different ingredients to bake cookies. Like now, sharp flavor you get from sword kills. Oh wow! Somebody's looked things up. You're looking things up now, are you? No, because I. You remember well, that one? Well, I mean, I kind of like baking cookies. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get good stuff. All right. Honestly, people talk a lot of crap about the baking cookies thing, but if you just got to bake a cookie and you give it to somebody and they give you a chance at legendary loot, bro, I'm all over that. You know. Well, it's, it's easy because you passively get them. You passively you get all kinds of crap from just playing what you want to play. You know, and then you turn in like nine thousand cookies, and now you got a whole bunch of legendaries with bunches of different roles that you may have not otherwise gotten had you not been baking these cookies. You know, plus my oven is tier two. Uh, I got a tier two oven, all right. I got I, I graduated from the stupid shake and bake that they give you, and I got a full on restaurant style oven now, boy. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of the oven, the oven goes in your quest tab. And you go into that, and that's where you can see all your ingredients. So it's not like your ingredients fills up your inventory and anything like that. It's nope. all in the oven, and it's yep. all on your quest tab. So you go into it like you do with most of the other things now that we you click on the, the, the quest, you go into it. You can then go into those, and they'll have drop-down menus of what cookies you can bake. Once you've baked your cookies, you can then take it to each different vendor and they will give you a reward for giving them cookies. So each different vendor that we have in the game has a cookie that's designated for them. And we're not just talking vendors either. Like, there's a cookie oh, you have to take to... to you have to go through a raid. No, you don't, have, the... you don't have to go through the raid. You can just, like, shortcut it because it's the mm -hmm. last wish. You can do the wish wall. Go and, go and see Riven and go and give him a cookie. Cause... you gotta, you got to give the mighty wish dragon a cookie. But you don't I have to. You don't have to. But it was part of a, one of the quests. I don't think we had that quest last no, year. No, you do have to, especially if you're a noob. You do have to in order to complete one of the others. You gotta, you gotta give a cookie to everybody. So if you stuff. if you have already done the event, you will already have unlocked the cookies for those different vendors. So you don't need to make it anymore. It'll automatically be able to be selected. You go right. I want that cookie. If you've got the ingredients, it'll automatically make it. The other thing is every single year. We have new vendors or new NPCs in the game that, that then require a cookie to be made, which then once you've found the ingredients, you've made the cookie, you then, it then turns your, because you start off with a basic oven. Once mm -hmm. you've got all the recipes for all the vendors and all the cookies, you can then masterwork your oven and then it costs less ingredients to make the cookies, which means that more cookies that you can then give out. It actually matters because, like, it's a lot less. You make, yeah, I mean, it's it's a noticeable amount uh, of, of less ingredients. I think it goes from something like five five of each ingredients down to like two or three. Yeah. So yeah. It, it does work out. So once you've masterworked your oven with finding out all the ingredients for each cookie and. Originally, when we had the first 1.0 version, it was like you had to trial and error each recipe to find a different cookie to make or, it. you know, look up a guide. Or you had to wait for somebody to put out a guide of, right, this cookie, this ingredients, and this ingredients makes this cookie. Now it's kind of all automatic. And if you go to uh, the, the 
If you go to whoever the new NPCs are in the game that they require a cookie and highlight that cookie, it will say it will take um, Fallen Ether and Electric Spark or something like that along those lines. So go and do what it needs to do to get the ingredients, then create the cookie, then go and take it to the vendor. Done. But mm -hmm. just like every other kind of festival of the lost, every kind of new light player will need to ensure that they meet the following requirements before they can participate in the dawning festivities. So you have had to have escaped the Cosmodrome to unlock the tower and then achieve the kind of whatever the base power level is now. Last year, it was 770 or the previous year it was 770. I can't remember what it is now. It's probably like 1350, 1500, something like that. Just get the base power. Escape to escape the Cosmodrome to unlock the tower. Once you're in the tower, you can then speak to Eva Levante and you can bake away. There will be weekly and repeatable dawning bounties, which also grant bright dust, giving you more sources of this currency for new items at the Eververse store. Because what comes along with the um, dawning is more Eververse, which we've kind of gone over in the um, This Week in Destiny. We get things to buy. This there week is. at the mall. This week at the mall. <laughs> Now, the same with every event, each, because we've had like four or five of the dawnings and we've had various different kind of sparrows, ships, ornaments and things like that. Not all the previous items then come back up this year. There'll be a selection of old items and new items that come into the Eververse store. And it's up to you whether you kind of want them or if you don't want them kind of thing to, to look at. I do have a list of the ingredients if you want to have a quick recap on these. So the ingredients were split into two groups, uncommon ingredients, which drop from specific enemy types and the rare ingredients, which drop from when you do specific things like usually killing enemies. And there was also an essence of dawning, which is used in every recipe. Now this is like a, like, um, it's like a bright dust symbol. It's like a little glowy light thing that was, uh, did we have that last year? I can't remember. Did you still need the essence? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You had to have essence to go too. But it, my notes from last year say that luckily essence of dawning can be obtained from literally every activity from patrols mm -hmm. to strikes. So you should never run out. So that is something that kind of just drops all the time. So you have ether cane, which is killing fallen. Uh, is it chitin, chitin powder, which is killing hive. Vex milk, killing vex. Cabal oil, killing cabal. Taken Butter from Killing Taken, Dark Ether Cane from Killing Scorn, and then you have the Null Taste, which is kills with Void Guns and Abilities, Electric Flavor, kills with Arc and Abilities, Impossible Heat is Solar and Abilities, Bullet Spray kills with Auto Rifles, Submachine Guns, and Heavy Machine Guns, Delicious Explosion kills with Grenades, Grenade Launchers, or Rocket Launchers, Sharp Flavor kills with Swords, Personal Touch kills with Melee Attacks and Abilities, uh, perfect taste it kills with precision shots and a flash of inspiration is generate orbs of light so i'm not sure if the generate orbs of light one might still be in there or not it depends because it depends on how you've kind of got your your setup now because that is a, a mod on your armor that requires you to kind of generate orbs so that may be a kind of you might have to kind of jiggle a few things around on your on your helmets to get your <laughs> generate orbs yeah, the yeah the siphon mods. There's like kinetic energy, etc. Siphon mods where basically you kill things multiple times rapidly, it'll drop orbs. Yeah, or use supers that'll also generate orbs. But yeah, it's a little harder than it used to be, but there's still plenty of ways to get there. 
So Zavala has Gajala Doodles, which is ether cane and delicious explosion. Shax is vanilla blades, which is cabal oil and sharp flavor. Hawthorne and Lewis is elixney birdseed, which is ether cane and personal touch. Amanda Holiday's chocolate ship cookies are cabal oil and null taste. Ikora's Traveller Donut Holes is Cabal Oil and Flash of Inspiration. Drifter's Dark Chocolate Moats, especially for you, Blue Screen, is Taken Butter and Null Taste. Magic <laughs> 44 is telem- telem- Telemetry Tapioca, which is Vex Milk and Bullet Spray. Zer also gets one, so I think you could go and give it to him in Eternity or whenever he turned up on whatever like location. Yeah, yeah wherever Zer is, you can give to him. Before, before you had to wait for him to pop yeah. up. You had to wait until the until yeah. the Friday until he popped up. You can his is either, sir. Yeah, his is strange cookies, which is taken butter and electric flavor. Eris Morn is ascendant oatmeal raisin cookies, which is chitin powder and finishing touch. Riven's thousand layer cookie is taken butter and delicious explosion. Saint fourteen is lavender ribbon cookies, which is vex milk and personal touch. Ada one is hot cross fire buns. It's ether cane and balanced flavors. Devram K's Gentleman Shortbread, Ether Cane and Perfect Taste. Failsafe Infinite Forest Cake is Vex Milk and Impossible Heat. Spider, who was out of the game, now is back in the game, has a Dead Candy Ghost, which is Dark Ether Cane and Flatter Inspiration. Petrovenge is Ill Fortune Cookies, Dark Ether Cane and Impossible Heat. Tef- Tess Everest is uh, bright, bright Dusted Snowballs, which is Chitin Powder and Multifaceted Flavor. Varix is Ephtheric Cold Snaps, which is chitin powder and electric flavor. Shawhan is Blueberry Crumble, Ether Cane and Bullet Spray. Crow is Bittersweet Biscotti, which is dark Ether Cane and balanced flavor. Eva Levante is Classic Buttered Cookie, taken butter and superb texture. Queen Marasov uh, is Ascendant Apple Tart. Yeah, she is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where she would be in the game now. She was last. She was last year, but she's not an NPC this year. I don't think, um, she, I don't think we got to make her cookies this year. Yeah, maybe she's off the cookie list. She mm-hmm. might be off the cookie list. Uh, the Exo Stranger had the Star Wars Thins. Again, is kind of in the game if you go to Europa at the start. She should be outside the little tent. But again, I think that was a new one for last year. And there's a bonus recipe, which is Burnt Edge Transmat for Master Rahul. Which is cabal oil and personal touch. Burnt edge transmat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, masterworking will bring the cost of cookie essence to ten per cookie from fifteen. So the essence goes down also. So um, yeah, essence farming. Any activity should give you between ten and twelve essence. The we had wrathborn hunts. Ooh, that's that's um, spooky that that's come back around. Is fifteen to sixteen per run. Legendary lost sect. Legendary Lost Sectors gave you 15 to 16 per run. Public events were five essence. Um, Mayhem seemed to be one of the quicker modes to kind of get it done. But unfortunately, we've got, is it Mayhem this week? Oh, no, we have got Mayhem next week. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you go. Week. You've got Mayhem next week, which is one of the fast ones. Mm. Uh, last year, we had a new, we had the new SMG. Was it Cold Front last year? Do you remember that? The little. Oh, thing yeah. Well, thing well, that SMG's been there every year, man. No, we, no. We also had a, a light machine gun in addition to the cold front. We had a sword, right? Um, we, yeah, we've got the Zephyr sword. 
the Glacioclasm, which was the fusion rifle, and the, the avalanche, avalanche, which avalanche the, machine gun. Yeah. And, and normally, every year, we get a new kind of type of weapon with a a kind of frosting look to it. So We didn't get one last year, though. It was the we same did. We got, though. We, no, we got the cold front last year. You, I could have sworn we had the cold front two years in a row. You sure it was last year only? No, the Zephyr was the sword, which was the previous year. Then it was the Glacier Classum the year before, and I think yeah. the first year was the Avalanche. One, two, yeah. three, four. Yeah, this would be the fifth year, won't it? Doing the math in my head very quickly. Yeah, yeah. See, again, five years, years, three weapons, you see? So we've had repeats. Not three weapons. Submachine gun, sword. Yeah, yeah two. Avalanche machine gun. Three. Glacioclasm. Oh, you're right. So four, that's four. So we're in our fifth year, so we should get a new weapon. Maybe, if we're good. Pulse we rifle, new weapons. Pulse rifle machine I'm saying this right now because I'm rifle. Game, but like this new submachine gun, dude, where you float in the air. I mean, the it's manticore. cool, but like it's off-putting because I'm like, I jump yes. and I'm firing it at an enemy. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the, the strike where you got to jump down in, in the little ethereal plane or whatever, get to the little floating rocks. And I'll yeah. go to jump, and I'm shooting at an enemy, and I'm not falling mm-hmm. anymore. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. off, buddy. I tried, I tried putting on the line ramp parts for the Titans, and it was kind of off-putting because I was jumping with that, firing, but it was kind <laughs> of, yeah, I was up and down. Then I swapped to the Peacemakers for automatically reloading them. But then I found I wasn't automatically reloading them. I was just firing and reloading manually. So that was kind of a waste. So I don't know what I'm going to kind of go with. Maybe I'll go with something else. But yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean with that. I I did. I'm I'm actually liking that. Who knew? Airborne airborne shooting. Bungie's waiting. We've given you all all of the airborne effectiveness by just keeping you in the air forever with a floating. Oh, you don't like you don't like shooting, Uh, or you don't like airborne effectiveness? How about we just never let you walk on the ground again? Huh? Huh? How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess now's as good a time as any. Yeah. So that's the Manticore, which is our seasonal exotic weapon. Which, if you bought the season pass, you get it right day one from slot number one. If you didn't, or won a second one, it is on season. It's ranked 35 of the season yeah. pass on the, on the and, free track, yeah, and yeah, on the free track. And it has a soaring fang perk where dealing damage with grounded, dealing damage while you're grounded charges the anti grav repulsors, and then dealing damage when you're airborne extends the anti grav repulsors. So basically, when you equip the weapon, you will see a little bar for anti grav repulsors. Stand on the ground, shoot things, it fills the bar, jump into the air, shoot things, it will drain the bar slowly only as you're firing, and you can just hover in the air like a mighty warlock no matter who you are. But some, the part that's disjarring for me is you can't tell when you're going to fall, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, like, I was like, is it when as long as I'm firing? Brrr, nope, I fell. Okay, so that's not it. When like, okay, well, no, because I, I, I my bar is falling all the time. Some, you know? someone, someone did some testing on it, and I think it was either when you were firing or when you dealt damage, it would decrease the bar, and then it would eventually fall down. There's Again, um, I reference you to YouTube that videos my 90 may have about how it works, but if not, people are doing guides on how it works. But one thing I can confirm is once you pick up the weapon, go do like the first step or two, it will unlock the catalyst from uh, from our other other robot overlord, Banshee 44 in the tower. And so the first thing you're going to need to do is just go get 50 kills with it. Go, you know, defeat 50 targets with the weapon, no big deal. 
The next step of the weapon is going to involve calibrating it. So you're going to need to defeat another number of targets. I would tell you how many, but um, the APIs are down. So I can tell you about 16% of it, so it's some number. But you also need to calibrate the data. And this is the part that everyone was, well, people were worried about because it's you have to calibrate up to 200, you know, there are 200 times. So it says complete Vanguard operations, Gambit and Crucible matches, and defeat targets while using the Manticore. So obviously to get the number of kills, you need to use the weapon to get those kills. Oh yeah. However, if you're just going to calibrate the data, you can calibrate that data as long as you own the Manticore period, full stop. You don't have to use it. You don't have to have it on your character. You just have to have the Manticore somewhere in your vault on a different character does not matter. As you complete Vanguard, Crucible and Gambit matches, you will continue to calibrate that data. So you don't have to use it. You have to get the kills by using it, but then once you're there, you can just calibrate the weapon by it sitting in your vault. Because I have I tested this because Night Demon and I, I think, had this conversation like day one or, I don't know, it was either, it was either you or Pan or Blue Screen. Whoa. We were having the conversation of, do you think you have to have it on you to calibrate it? So no, you do not have to have the weapon on you to calibrate it. Once you get the number of kills, you can set it aside and then just go play those seasonal playlists and it will calibrate slowly one at a time to get you there. I don't know if it's one at a time. I haven't kept track. I'm at 114 of 200. So it'll get there. But so you don't have to use the weapon to get that next step of the um, catalyst done. It's it's people are like, oh, you're a hunter. You should love being able to float in the air. It's like, I didn't say I didn't enjoy the whole thing. It's It's just jarring because I don't know when I'm going to fall, you know, things like that. I mean, it's fun. Like, when I'm up there, just like, like I get the AC-130 feeling. You know, I, I'm starting to, I understand why warlocks just stay in the air until, you know, doomsday. I get it, right? It's it's not too bad. But, like, does feel like not knowing when you're going to fall is, bugs me. You know, I want to pick when I'm going to fall. And, yes, I see when you swap weapons, you can fall whenever you want. I see you saying that, guys. Okay? But... Aside from just whenever I drop, whenever I swap weapons, right? I want to know that, like, if I'm sighting in and I'm doing damage, I'm staying in the air. As soon as I sight out and I stop doing damage, I know I'm going to fall. I need something more concrete than just swapping weapons. I want to understand the weapon, right? But other than that, I mean, it looks cool. I'm digging the hole with the fins that come out to let you know that you're anti-grab or whatever, which is kind of cool. But at the same time, um, I haven't really had any time to do testing with this. Does this extend your jumps? like? Can I, like, just, or do you have to do damage, right? So can I jump in the air, start firing the gun, get that hovering thing to, like, extend my distance over, like, some of these spots where, you know, you have to have, like, lion ramparts, for example, right? And then once the once the, the hovering thing is done, I, I can then use my two remaining jumps, right? Like, can I, can I skip over the... <laughs> <laughs> the part in the raid where you gotta jump to all the different floating and disappearing ships, you know? Can I just skip right over that? I'd love to do that, you know? Like, how how can we abuse the 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 floating in in game activities? <laughs> for for one little bit, I've seen it is just floating. It is not directional. Like like you can't. Well, I won't say you can't manticore escape because I'm sure someone will have a video of already of here's how to manticore escape. It may involve having a friend to give you a little push along, but yeah, it seems like you're just sort of hovering. Like you're not really, it's not directional, right? I mean, like you can, like you can move around, but it's not like you're not getting super boosted speed doing it. Now, again, I'm sure someone will find a way to do that. I'm not saying it's not possible, but 
No, like it's not going to be like the next big movement thing of you're going to be able to, you know, replace that, replace sword skating with this to do speed runs. Well, well that just that breaks my heart a little bit. I mean, I understand it. I get it. I just, there's a little heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's just like a super, I mean, it feels more like the predecessor to, hey, Strand is coming. You're going to be in the air, swing around like Spider-Man. So here's a weapon that lets you sort of hover. It, it's interesting. Like it's, I'm really curious to see if we're all going to be really tired of it by the end of the season because it becomes, yeah, become because it becomes a menace. Who can't talk? Mm, yeah. Or if it's sort of one of those things where it's like, hey, we put it out and then you never saw it once people got their catalyst done. <laughs> and right. I don't really know how I feel about it. Like I've I've used it a fair amount, but I just yeah, like it's not an instant like oh my god I must use it all the time. But it's not one where I'd, like cry mutiny where it's like haha this is a funny meme and nothing more than that i don't know have you played much with it to have a, have an opinion on it oh i'm loving it uh like i said i, I equipped like the line ramparts i swapped out for peacemakers but yeah I've, I've chewed through that first part of the unlocking the catalyst i'm now just kind of playing it and whatever i am i'm just kind of flying with it and shooting things with it so yeah i'm i'm enjoying it it's and i took it in when i did my competitive pvp placement i took it into that and it did really well because i don't think people oh, expected nice. you to kind of yeah. be floating and and shooting them down <laughs> i mean it's it's probably a niche thing to be doing it's not probably not going to be that amazing so yeah it, it was doing really well in the competitive for me anyway but yeah that, that was nice. uh, yeah I'm, I'm liking it so far although i started towards the end of last season playing around with submachine guns and submachine gun builds not knowing that this mm. season would have mm-hmm. an exotic submachine gun. But yeah, I'm already thinking about what can I kind of pair it with if I'm going to do peacekeepers and swapping out. And I've got a really, yeah, I've got a really wicked. Um, <laughs> I just hear Parody in my, oh yeah, keep we talking. <laughs> kind of creepy, dude. What the hell? <laughs> well, 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 I'm sitting here thinking, thinking, just thinking about like the other prolonged engagement and some of the other, you know, SMGs they're they're gonna just feed themselves. Yeah, right. The, the peacekeepers honestly I forget exist most of the time. So no, there, but you there's just a lot of possibilities. Don't work with this though, right? Well, what, no, what? I I wasn't using them effectively. They they do work with it, but yeah, I was they, getting to the point yeah, I was just kind just of swapping SMGs. So yeah, it, I didn't have another SMG to swap, or I wasn't swapping to my primary. Half of it, I was just constantly using it and, and reloading it. I'm thinking, well, I've got the peacekeepers on for a reason. Why am I not using them? <laughs> yeah, you yeah, need to bring them definitely acting up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've got a really wicked uh, submachine gun. It's the Iron Banner Primary. I can't remember what it's called. Um, oh, the Multimac. That's it. The Multimac. I know it's not available now, but I got a Multimac with. It's it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. There is no stability on this weapon whatsoever. <laughs> it's got like I think it's got like ten stability, but but it's still the, stable as hell. No, but it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it's as stable as hell. The range is up to. I'm just having a quick look in the Des, Destiny are Iron you, Manager to see you? if I, the measurement is. Are you though? I am. No. Right. Hang on. Are you looking in Destiny Iron Manager? Really? Not, not Destiny Iron Manager. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at you, the D2 you gunsmith. You're, you're not going to see much, but you can look, sir. <laughs> and if he is seeing something, how are you doing this with your dark magic, sir? <laughs> Please share with the rest of the world. Oh, That's it. Right. So, you. 
It has <laughs> it has a Model 8 red scope, which gives plus 13 to range and a plus 2 to zoom. It has accurized rounds, which gives it 10 to range. Uh, I think it has dynamic sway on it, or it has threat detector. I can't remember which one. But it also has the iron reach perk, which is plus 20 to range, minus 13 stability. So this thing has got 18 stability, but it has 72 range. And it mm-hmm. is as stable as anything. So I can pull this out and engage people at stupid ranges. Fun, actually, was no, it's, I've put a masterwork on there of um, stability. It's not stability. It's not. I've got masterwork of range on there. 82 range and 8 stability. That's it. That's the way I've got it. I, I, I don't understand how 8 stability is stable yeah. for this yeah. weapon. No, it, it is, though. I've got, I've got one. And again, I, it's, it's buried in my vault somewhere. But it was it, it was the one where I pulled out and I made it again. It was esoteric. Or no, I think it was Cross did a like a like a gambit build video of basically pairing that because it's just an absolute monster that I think it was like For you know, gambit. I understand PvP, but gambit. I mean gambit gambit or PVE generally because like it just feeds on itself the ammo and, and it was a void build that I can't again can't remember the details of. But yeah, I've got one that's just yeah like it has no stability, but it does not care. It does not need your stability, sir. No, it's it's wild. It, it has all the range. That's why it was so good in PvP. Is because it was a submachine gun that just had all kinds of range and all kinds of stability, literally for no reason. You've heard him just say it's got no stability and it's still damn near max stability, right? I'm paraphrasing here, but like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was it was a monster in PvP for those that had the chance to get it when it was around, you know. And that's why you just you can just heavily invest everything in the range, not care about stability because it's it's like inherent hidden base, whatever you want to call it. Stability is just so freaking high, you don't need it, you know. So what else? Yeah, the multibunk CCX sadly not available from Iron Banner presently. Maybe hey guys. Um. Mm-hmm. How do I if if I had things on my last seasons? Uh, oh, you don't because it's all down. Okay, because I'm just realizing, you know that 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 fusion rifle that we had last season on nope. the uh, on on the the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm realizing I never once took it out of my <laughs> <laughs> the the tomb. The what was the, the thing I still the, haven't acquired it. Delicate like tomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from day one onward, you looked at that and said, "No." Nah. <laughs> yeah, because the way it fires, I'm just like, "Nah, I have no interest." And now that I'm looking through, like, because I'm looking at the the, the the exotics for the season, and I see that it's grayed out, I'm like, "Um, whoops. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I can get that, guys." Parody. <laughs> so, so I mean, yes, you can. When when the APIs come back up because i think it also affects like bungie.net like i think you can't even log into bungie.net right now oh so, wow so yeah i mean when the apis come back up yes it will be acquirable from going to that previous season tab it's just not available now as we talk okay. because all all the things are broken i knew the exotic engrams you could get i didn't know if you could get like the non-engram stuff yes yes everything on that pass is acquirable through that previous season page oh good okay once it's available one, yeah once it works <laughs> So yeah, so so for for you, dear listener, I have flown to the tower to look at my vault for my multi-mock CCX that has subsistence and unrelenting on it. So it murders all the things, and then it gives me health when I murder all the things. 
And I forgot this. So this one is, isn't quite like Night Demons. His, I've got, my range is 29. My stability is 38 on it. But my handling is sitting at 95 with a masterwork. So I have all the handling and it gives me more ammo in the clip and gives me health as I murder things. It is a you beautiful see that weapon. Two completely different ways you can kill everybody in your path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which one? Which you can go for all the range. You can go for all the handling. You can do what you want. This gun has multiple ways of making your enemies not exist. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now, the way I feel a little bad that we've told people and raved about a weapon they cannot get. But yeah, you know, it'll um, probably come back, or if yeah. not, there's going to be something that can compete with it. You know, this submachine gun, from what I hear, is not bad in PvP. You know what I mean? So, which which one's that? The the one we got now, the the new exotic. Oh, but um, it is an exotic. Yeah, that's true. What was the, the primary? Form. What was the primary one that you had, which was stasis parody? The, the vice one. No, the the vice one, which was the one we just got this oh, season. Oh, oh, the uh, the strike uh, one. Let me go look. The prolonged engagement. The one that just dropped from the season I was talking about earlier. Yes. The pro- yeah, pro- yeah, prolonged engagement. Let's have a look at that one. Bring that one up. So, I think mine has dynamic sway reduction in encore for what it's worth. No, me too. Oh, same these. So this is in the same archetype as the Multimax CCX, which is good. Same archetype, but it has that vice stinger perk, which makes it a little bit. I think. Yeah. So, oh, the vice. I mean, if, the vice if you perk rock is, it, it's way better. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the vice stinger perk is worth its weight in gold. I mean, just yeah, because that's just damage. Yeah, damaging and damaging enemies reload your magazine. Period. Again, full stop. And increase the movement speed. Blah 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 blah. Just guys. doing damage. Yeah. 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 It's. I'm, I'm it's wondering because it's the same kind of that. frame. If if you kind of get one that is just again so much range and no stability, how well it's going to do. I'm having a quick play around with some of the perks. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's a lightweight frame. So it's a similar frame to your funnel webs, your callus mini tools, uh, your, your uh, stochastic variable, your submission, escape velocity, yeah, escape velocity in your death adder. So a lot of things in there that are real nice. A lot of lightweight frame SMGs that are good fun. We have. So looking at this, we've got a new perk called target locked which is damage increases the longer this weapon remains yes. on a target. That looks interesting. Yeah. That's on I, this gun? No, yeah. it's not. No, it's, it's available on the prolonged engagement. We have the perfect float, which is being in combat for a moderate time, increases the airborne effectiveness and reduces flinch until you are out of combat. Hold on, hold on. I got two yes. of those. I don't see that perk on here. I, I have Vanguard, Vanguard's no, no. Vindiction and Vice That's Can because roll. you're not looking on a D2 gunsmith. At this oh, the roll. Oh, the, the perks. Yeah. Yes, oh. right. can roll on it. Yes, we also I have. have a, some, I, I have a machine gun with that perk on it on my Titan, so I don't know what it is right now. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I was again playing with that thing, going. It, it rolls on the new SMG or the rolls on the new machine gun, which I don't have the name of in front of me. But it's also it's really good. It's it's a lot of fun to just deal damage into something and let that damage proc and continue going as you just unload into things. And don't forget, they changed Encore, didn't they? The final blows grant their stacking stability range and accuracy bonus to this weapon. And position final blows grant more stacks. So they did that one. And then the final new one that I can find is Offhand Strike, which is final blows grant additional weapon range, stability, and accuracy when firing from the hip for a short duration. Shut up, Orbit. Don't judge my vault. 
Or Judge's fault. Do it. Judge, judge all our faults. Judge it. Judge it. Judge. He's like, it's time to empty your vault. Like, I, I told you guys, I, I went through the checklist, and I did the checklist, and all the stuff in my vault is approved on the checklist. All right, I have the I have the 100, 100 rolls in my vault. Do you use it? Do you need them? You don't need them. Let, Shut let up. Them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I use them. Offense, yeah. Final yeah, blow, so, additional weapon range, stability, and accuracy when firing from the Yeah. So, yeah, like, so okay, so it looks like target lock with subsistence and the vice, vice stinger perk might be the best bet, I'm thinking. That's going to be vicious. I, I got target lock to roll on a retrofit es- escapade, which is the new machine gun. It's a rapid frame. So, I've got target lock, you know, so my damage is increased the longer I remain on target. It has 97 in the magazine. Stay on target. 97 in the magazine. So I'm gonna be on target until sometime in the next Tuesday. So we got what's, this. What's the rate of fire? Um. Yes. 900. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna run out of 100 rounds in about four seconds, guy. <laughs> this is correct. But I will have done a lot of damage in that brief time. Yeah. There will be okay. nothing left to see the day, but yeah, no, that's I play with that what, just a that little called? bit. What's that called? Uh, can you get can you get a subsistence on that? Uh, it retrofit escapade. Retrofit. So yeah, I don't. I, I'm looking at the one I have right now, so I don't know what it can roll with because I had to go look up. I was like, I, I was like, I know I had target lock on something. Okay, this one. It's oh, it's, it's craftable. Oh snap! Oh, it, oh I yep. I haven't I haven't even looked at which weapons are craftable so this season yet. Target lock. You can get. Target lock. It's an advanced perk. Hello. It doesn't tell me what it does. Okay. Uh, damage on increases target, the longer this weapon remains on the target. Damage increases by an improved amount the longer this weapon remains on target. So advanced target lock. Let's go. And then you can get here we go. Here we go. Fourth time's a charm. So if you're tagging those headshots, you're refilling that mag, right? Um, stats for all. Man, fill prep. Man, heating up. Eh. Feeding frenzy, turnabout, and zen moment. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would go for target lock fourth time personally. Yeah, I think so. Target lock, tar- target lock with the uh, with fourth time, and then maybe yeah, yeah, I, I dig that. Yeah, yeah. But then again, you got amp, you got you got Soros energy, which wants you to reload, but you don't want to reload. You know what I'm saying? Tell it now. <laughs> no, no. And then you got so ambush, which is only which is only active for like a couple of seconds in the beginning of the engagement. But yeah, I mean the suggested role is is one for all and fourth time's a charm. But clearly, whoever did this is an idiot. Uh, no, you target lock and fourth time. I think that's I think that's the best role right there. You could go with rampage if you want to, but I'm thinking target lock for boss damage. Ooh, ooh, would this change the machine gun boss uh, meta? Ooh, target lock. If you get target lock and rope a weapon to roll in two separate, um, in two separate uh, uh columns, oh, that would be a monster. Oh, that'd be what weapons can roll with this target lock? Lots of just, things. just oh, avalanche. What okay, spoiler avalanche is gonna have target lock on it. <laughs> Spoilers. Reese can go play the dawning event. There you go. Before, but before we go and play the dawning event, Respawn, you're an amazing salesman. I know. You, you could sell me anything. You could sell snow to the Eskimos. And could, have. You, could you tell people about the Bungie Game to Give stuff that 
they're trying to get people to buy. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, where are we at? No, skipping that. Skipping the wrong that, week entirely. You're going to need to go to the TWAB for this week, not last week's TWAB, because you're looking at last week's TWAB that we already talked about. Listen, uh, I knew that. That was just a, oh, wow, this artwork. <gasps> Yo. Yep, that's that's Stellar Logic who did the um, the ornaments that we talked about last week. That right there, last this week. water demon is amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Talked, talked about it last week. Yep, it's been there. So if you, unlike Respawn, doesn't ever go to Bungie.net, you can see all these cool <laughs> things we talked about and the beautiful artwork all on the website, there for you to enjoy. What the hell is this thing you want me to read? Um, in the 12 for this week, the 8th of December for 2022. Not the artist artist focus that also was last week. You're you're so close. Just go to Bungie.net. It's like the third thing down. (laughs) Bungie.net! The news. What's the news? Oh, Christ. Just just scroll down. Just scroll down. From here? Yeah, just scroll down. It's literally on the front page of their website. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Right there. Okay. I, I really, I really like that I can, I can look at his screen and coach him through this. Like I'm working a tier one help desk, going, no, sir, I'm gonna need you to click on this icon. Now go here to this thing. <laughs> no, to the left, to the down, mm. down a little more. <laughs> Game to give respawn the Game ability. To give. Here we go. Game to give 2022 has arrived, and we would like to thank all guardians for their support so far. The fourth edition of the Bungie Foundation's annual fundraising and streaming marathon runs until December 22nd. This year's event is our biggest yet, and we encourage all Guardians to get involved. There are so many ways to do so. Exciting new donation incentives, including the lighthearted exotic sparrow, complete with a heart exhaust trail. Yo, flex that thing. Look at this. Look, Actually, the sparrow itself looks kind of cool. Hold on. Stand by. They can't look uh, at it, but if, but if they go to Bungie.net, they do come look at it. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so Sparrow, at least from this angle, is looking pretty dope. And then you have, like, a heart trail behind you. Pretty cool. All right. Exclusive lifetime fundraising rewards as part of the over 110 featured streamers tune into, to tune into with Twitch drops activated. There's a stream schedule which is this, if you can't see it, sorry, but there's a link that you can look at, right? But there's a stream schedule. Help us reach our $2.5 million goal. And I know it sounds like a lot, but honestly, guys, that's each of us donating like a dollar, right? There's a lot of people in the community. Even even if the game only shows, like, there's only, like, you know, 800, 900,000 people playing at once. That's that's at once. That's not the community as a whole, right? We easily have two point five million people, so that's like a dollar a person. Come on. Um, so help us reach our two point five million dollar goal this year and celebrate the revamp of the Bungie Foundation's flagship program, previously known as iPass for Kids. The new Little Lights program. This new and improved program will feature our new proprietary Little Lights app, designed to curate age-appropriate entertainment, distraction, communication, and educational content for pediatric patients based on their unique needs any moment of their hospital journey. So, to translate, basically what they're doing is kids that are in hospitals are getting these iPads to help them 
to help distract them from the situation that they're in, to help them escape from their potentially harsh realities that they face, right? So uh, giving them just a, a, a moment of joy in an otherwise, you know, kind of negative situation, right? And they don't have to pay for it is the thing. Yeah, you can probably go out and get an iPad or whatever, but these parents are going through enough already, right? So having us participate in this event to donate these iPads to these kids in these situations, I mean, only a monster would think that that's not a great idea, Night Demon. I mean, come on. Right? So, yeah, just it, this is to help kids in pain. This isn't just to give to random kids on the streets or whatever. It's specifically focused to kids that are in pain and that need distractions from their situations. All right? So, you know, help a brother out, bro. You feel me? Head over to, head over to gametogive.com to learn about our little lights, donate, or fundraise. All while earning some incredible in-game incentives. And you see, you get rewarded for it, too. Not only the Sparrow and this heart emblem, which um, is very pink. It's it's a very pink and baby blue and sky blue. and uh, Yeah, it's a thing. So uh, <laughs> so you, you will get in-game incentives. Thank you for your continued generosity in supporting our mission. And... Yeah, guys, this is this is definitely. I don't. You, you guys have heard me. I don't advocate for a lot of stuff in this show. Most of the time, I'm like, man, you know, whatever, right? It's but hunters. this is a good yeah, cause for hunters, huh? <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, as far as causes go, as far as a reason to donate money, if you if you're gonna give money away, this is a good cause. You know, as a father of two, if my kids were ever in a situation, God forbid, where we're in a hospital, especially a prolonged stay, and they're going through the kind of crap that they're going to this this would be a godsend to me as a parent you know so if you got kids you understand what i'm talking about if you don't have kids you know try to put yourself in that situation what you feel like either way it's a great program it's great initiative and i mean you're, you're you're giving kids something positive to look forward to in a negative situation so what's not to donate over i've seen kids I'm familiar with kids. <laughs> I've heard of those things. Aren't they yeah. like tiny humans? Drool a lot, yeah. have a funny smell. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> little small humans. The kinders of kindergartens. They are. Worth our, worth our support. Potential kindergartens. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so and as we record, we're sitting at like $480,000 of uh, what Bungie's trying to raise. And yeah, the, the list of people participating is vast. I think I was looking at Ibontis' channel the other day, and he's one of the people... So one thing you can also do while this whole thing is going on is they are giving away a emblem, uh, which I thought they enlisted, sign of the something. Honestly, I look at this emblem and all I can see is the, the CBS logo here in the U.S. It's sort of like an eye, like a blue eye looking at you. That's all the I can think about. The heart logo, you mean? No, 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 no. The heart logo is like if you, the heart logo is like if you, if you or your community donates like $25,000 or something. Like it's, that's not the one oh, yeah. you're handing out to everybody. But there's a streamer reward one for Twitch that I thought I had a tab open and now I've lost that I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Uh, Donate $25, you get a respite. Oh, oh, here's the rewards, guys. I'm sorry. I didn't know the link took them to the rewards. Okay. So if you donate $25, you get a respite focus reward. Respite? Ah! Respite focus emblem. Respite. Respite, respite. It's the same thing. Um... For a $60 donation, you get a tender-hearted shell. 
it's 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 kind of a cute little ghost. It's got a, a heart instead of an eye. It's it's blue and red with a little blue and white striped bow. You get the sparrow I was talking about, which aesthetically by itself looks pretty good for donating a hundred dollars, right? And then you get the the very unique uh, exhaust coming out of it. So there's that. Um, are there any other rewards? Oh, there's the armor right here for the guys of you that are watching on stream. There's the armor for next season. Very. I mean, come on. It looks like every other armor for every other season we've had for this season. They don't really do much to improve on it. Um, and let's okay, see. So, yeah, sign of, of Our City is the emblem you get for basically watching an hour of one of the Twitch streamers who are participating in the game to give. And all of them have a little, like, game to give, you know. If they're participating, they'll have a little, like, game to give thing on their on their Twitch feed. And it'll tell you, hey, by watching this, you'll, you know, participate in the thing, give them money, because they're all running campaigns towards this donation as well. But you'll also get an emblem just by watching Twitch for an hour. Are these current donations right now, or are these from last year? Is these are current? current. Jesus. Yeah, yes. We're so to give, you guys a, to give you guys trials a heads up. The, yeah. Yeah. Trials Report already has $32,000. Uh, Destiny Emblem Collectors, twelve grand. Sweatsicles, eleven grand. Grenader Jake is eleven grand. Light that GG is nine thousand. Scarrow is eight thousand. Look, guys, it just started, and we've already gotten this. That's amazing. This is this is kind of amazing that that they've already got this much cash. You know what I'm saying? And their goal was twenty five thousand. So Grenader Jake met that goal. Uh, Destiny Emblem Collector met that goal. Obviously, you should be up higher. Same thing with Sweatsicle, Grenader Jake. Y'all have huge communities. You can do more than 10,000, you know, obviously. Oh, well, uh, like I mean, it just started. It runs to like the what, the 21st or 22nd, you said? 22nd, I mean, it, yeah. it, it still runs for like another 12 days. We're like four days into this, and there's like 12 days left. Like these numbers are going to be significantly higher. This is just, just from the get go. Yep. And uh, so, ready to get more involved with Game to Give this year and help us reach our goal? Sign up to fundraise, stream, and spread the Bungie Foundation's mission with thousands of other Lightkeepers around the world. Doing so grants you membership into the Lightkeepers Build, our new lifetime fundraising program. Fundraising incentives start at just $500 with an asterisk and extend all the way up to $10,000. All previous individual fundraising since 2019 will count towards the Lightkeepers' guild tiers. Cool. Which if Your we were support, organized, we might be doing that, but we're not. So well, it's not just that we don't have the viewers to to make this kind of thing, you know. Because I thought about signing up and doing this, but I only have and during the show we can have up to like ten people watching. Wow! And if I'm streaming by myself, it's usually like four or five. So I don't. We don't have nearly the numbers to even make a dent with this. Otherwise, I yeah, I'd be the first to sign up in a heartbeat, dude. Um. And uh, but yeah, so moving on, we have uh, your support today means more than ever. In addition to making the Little Lights program possible, your donations will continue to change lives all across the Bungie Foundation score initiatives, including disaster relief and inclusion, diversity, and equity. Wherever you and members of the Bungie community contribute to the cause, you're able to make the following charitable impacts $50 provides life saving medical supplies to a family impacted by a natural disaster. $500 provides the Little Lights program to a child recovering at their local children's hospital. Again, that's the, the, the iPad with stuff, or an iPad device. I don't know if it's an actual iPad. They said iPad, but it it's could be. IPad. Okay, sure. All right, uh, and $1,000 provides a scholarship for a low-income student to receive an education in areas of STEAM. So again, $1,000 provides a scholarship 
for a low-income student to receive education in areas of STEAM. And STEAM is capitalized like it's a, like either the STEAM app or maybe a, an it's, acronym it, of some kind? Yes, it's STEM with an A. Science, technology, engineering. Oh, STEM program. I, I'm going to uh, guess arts and math. Well, I'm guessing STEM the program, A oh, my, my son's in STEM. I just, I've never seen yeah. it spelled out before. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's for, it, it's the advanced kid. You know, yeah, for like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically STEM with an A, I'm assuming, which is arts in this case. I guess. Yeah. First time I've seen that acronym too. So we'll roll with that. Cool. Let's, let's pretend that that's right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's basically it for the donations. Like I said, um, I would donate just because of little lights. I mean, that by itself was good enough, but scholarships and natural disasters, anything you give to Bungie is going to go somewhere, right? So you can choose a specific donation, like Little Lights, like what's happening right now, or you could jo- donate in general and provide to one of these other areas. So, you know, if you if you if you're one of these guys that have a lot of money, instead of wasting it on you know gotcha games, donate some to Bungie. You know, you weren't instead using of, it anyway. Instead of buying Twitter, you could have bought many many other things that would help the world. I no, I was talking about gotcha games. I have, I have some friends of mine that are addicted to gacha games. Micah spends. I was like, how much did you spend on? I don't know, like two thousand. God damn! Wait, on a game? Way to call him out. All right. Yeah. No, I'm 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 overemphasizing, but he does have a problem, Micah. You have a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, as always, all these donations go to the Bungie Foundation, which I mean, if you listen to the show for any length of time, we've talked about all the good charitable work they've done and continue to do into the new year. So. Always a good thing to do. Always a good thing to to give towards. And yeah, if if you got the extra money, do it. If if not, hey, watch watch the streamers that are you know participating and and you know sending money their way because it just helps. Yeah, you don't even have to send money their way, dude. You have if you have Amazon Prime or your parents have Amazon Prime, right? Use your Amazon Prime donation for this. I'm pretty sure you can do that, right? If you donate to a streamer with the Amazon Prime, you can. I don't know. Maybe you can't. Maybe I'm lying to you. I don't know. Yeah, but for, even so much as a little dollar, as a bit, as as a penny. You know, a penny is a bit on, on, on Twitch, right? So you could donate a bit. You could donate 100 bits. You, you, whatever you can to help this. I mean, I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying if you're in a, if you're in a, if you're in a situation where you can donate to these kids, you should. That's what I'm saying. And if you can't, then don't. We're not here to tell you how to live. Yeah, that's right. But you should if you can. Yeah. But you should also you do. You know you're a bad person is be ready for our new season and our new rewards at the Bungie store. So right. the Triumph, the Triumphs are here with, with, with T-shirts, seals, and patches. So Respawn, I'm going to need you to go back to that page and scroll down again and give me your hot take on the artwork for... The first The first shirt I bought, and I really like the look of the emblem they had designed, this one with the sort of the, the dog or wolf with the different, you know, like traveler and pyramid shapes... I don't. I don't know if I'm feeling this one. I don't know no. if I'm loving this shirt. Is is this a shirt any of you are interested in buying? No. Uh, no, not the shirt. I did. I did just get this wolf emblem in game a few minutes ago, though. Right? Or an emblem with this goofy wolf. Not very exactly. very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The goofy wolf. I love the goofy wolf. Right. <laughs> it looked like somebody gave a five year old told a five year old to draw a wolf, and I love that. Right. But the overall design is very meh. You know, they weren't creative with the colors. They cover up the cool wolf design with like, it looks like a lore book or whatever, right? But I mean, no, not a fan. Not a fan. 
you should have left the wolf alone. The wolf, the wolf was carrying the whole thing, and then you, you ruined they've, it. They've sent the wolf over to Assassin's Creed, and yeah, and that's what we get. Oh, Titan, bro, Titan's got a good one too. Yeah, what? So, F? If if you are interested, you know that's available. Your, your little little icon in game, the night demon. That that's another thing you can delete. Your, your little T-shirt code. I have yet. Yeah. With your good, good, with your <laughs> you can delete it. It says this is safe to delete, and then you can you can go buy your t shirt or not because uh, you know, uh, the dungeon is coming, it, it's no, here, it's here. How, it, how funny would that be if here. we looked in his vault and saw like eight t shirt because <laughs> 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 right no, you can't point for them to your vault, so you'd be wrong, sir. Oh, you know what I mean, on his character, whatever. Oh so, my yeah. god, yeah, as as we've talked about endlessly, it feels like at this point. Uh, they they premiered at, at the video game awards. The world premiere of the Lightfall trailer was out, so they've given us another Lightfall trailer that people are now intimately picking apart frame by frame on YouTube. And uh, our Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed crossover is live, so you can go be Shax or Saint Fourteen in Assassin's Creed, or you can be. Can um, you? Yes, that was all part of what we talked about. Last really, week I thought show. they just got like Destiny weapons. They can actually be Shax or Saint Fourteen as a character. Yes, full character skins. Yo, I want to be Shax. I would advise Respawn to go back and listen to last week's episode. Oh. <laughs> we talked about a lot of things that appear to be very new to you that we talked about in episode 202. Well, I knew I knew that there was going to be a crossover, duh. And we watched the video where it like, showed some of the weapons, but I didn't see a character. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't see a character skin for, for the Assassin's Creed stuff. Right? Tell, and, and tell me you never look like, at Bungie.net without telling me you never look at Bungie.net. Respawn will go first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel yeah. like I'm being targeted. Stop taking on me. No, but that's cool. I mean, so much fun. obviously, everybody knows I'm, I'm not a big fan of Titans, and I definitely don't like PvP, but Shax is an exception to both. I mean, if you can play as Shax, come on. And who's the other one? Save 14? Save 14. Team 14, two, known as the monster to the fallen. Come on. Two excellent choices. Excellent choices. Absolutely. So excellent that Bungie even gave me my lovely uh, masked visage, the, the helmet C14 that looks like the monster face for Bright Dust, week one of the season, which I appreciate because <gasps> I almost oh. bought it for silver last season. I was really debating hard, and they were like, you know, available right now? Right now, week one. I'm gonna have to swap them Get it before Tuesday. That, if you're hearing this after bad. Tuesday, you, you've missed it. Maybe it'll come back up. Maybe it won't. Don't know what to tell you. But it's beautiful. Triple it's like the, the fashion show for the parkour enthusiasts. So, yeah. Uh, I, I've honestly, despite two Assassin's Creed games. Why is that park? Oh. Parkour because that's what, that's what, that's what. The, uh, yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the 12 says. I thought we were still talking about the helmet for Shape 14. Uh, it can also be used for parkour. Sure, why not? Uh, despite, I think, two Assassin's Creed games coming with the last Xbox I bought, I don't think I've ever actually touched an Assassin's Creed game. So you can be... Really? Uh, you can dress up your guardians in the styles of the fashion legends uh, Cassandra, Altair, and Ivor. Ivor? Ivor? And show us no, your own take on the strong and silent look. And apparently yeah. they're doing a fashion show, so you can... Share them on the socials with the hashtag Leap Into the Light, and three winners will be selected from each region and awarded the coveted fashion emblem. Ooh. So that's why it's our fashion show for our parkour enthusiasts. So grab your favorite Assassin's Creed gear, Night Demon, and uh, share it with your socials to Leap Into the Light, and uh, maybe you too can win the sweet fashion show emblem. Just going back to the trailer for the 
Game Awards. Did you guys watch it? I don't, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Like, like I said, I've been I've been working like a lot this past week. I am way behind. All so, I, all, so, I saw somebody talking about like you can use Strand to yoink yourself so, towards so an during, enemy, so to knock them you, out or something. If if you go to our show notes channel right now, respawn, you too can okay. scroll up above the recording, and there is a link to the Destiny Two Lightfall, the video game awards trailer, which is also just there on YouTube. If you pull up Bungie's thing on YouTube, it's there. And you can show all the fancy things like uh, how you can use a Titan as your own personal Ute, as your own personal uh, Uber or Lyft in Strand by attaching your Strand to them as they thunder crash across the world. That's. You said show notes? What was that? Oh, Game Awards trailer. All right, cool. Let's just mark that. Let's pause and, that. And, and you can mute yourself here while you watch it and while I talk to Night Team about it because I have already okay. watched it as well. I know, that this, I know that this trailer is kind of billed as like, this is the gameplay. Um, but I wasn't particularly blown away by it. I was, there were a few cool things in there. And, and the first trailer, which was the cinematic one, which was really good, I, I was more impressed with. I mean, I... I don't know about you. Was it just me that it? Maybe I was just watching it at the wrong time. I just didn't feel overwhelmed. I was just whelmed. What about you? This trailer is Spider-Man Destiny Edition or Crackdown Destiny Edition. <laughs> Yo, I love both. I love Crackdown. Yeah, you know, their biggest thing was yeah, you can tether, you can strand, and after after playing a little bit of Halo Infinite recently with the because there's a grappling hook mechanic in that. I was trying to think, like, how would this sort of, which you can sort of grapple onto a lot of things, up to and including enemies. I was thinking, how is Strand going to work? How is it going to play? What is it going <laughs> to Oh, my God, it did the thing. It's, Sorry. it's just an entirely different everything. And I'm really curious to see just, like, just how sort of the game feels, looks, responds. Like it's just a totally different movement mechanic and everything that you're just like dumping into this world. Yeah. I mean, to say nothing of PVP is going to be an ongoing nightmare. If strands in it, you can grapple onto people. It's, you know, and anybody who had any, any thought of, Oh, maybe there'll be a competitive PVP thing one day. No, no, <laughs> there will not be. It's a space magic shooter. Oh, yeah. I, I'm really curious about Strand. I don't know how I feel about Strand. Again, it's it's also just too early to, until I have it in my hands. I'm reserving judgment. But yeah, like I, I don't really want to be Spider-Man. I, I, I enjoyed the Sanctuary series until they became super-powered gods of movement and could fly all over the place. And I'm like, well, that's not the game I signed up for. It's not the game I necessarily want to play. So I'm really... I mean, again, Strand is just a subclass. It's not like I'm going to have to use it when it comes out. No. So I could just completely ignore it for the most part and still play the game I know and love. But I'm I'm curious about it. Really, I just want the Titan Super to be good. Let's be honest here. If the Titan Super is good and I can have fun with it, uh, that's what we'll do. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> uh, I, did, I did see what you were talking about. Like, like the Titan was going to Thundercrash and the Hunter's like, Wait! Yoink! <laughs> All of you! <laughs> now... If the hunters can actually do a backflip jump like that, I mean, I don't know how it would like, uh, how like like be in game. Like if you 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 would jump to third person while you do the backflip, or whatever. But like as soon as the hunter jumped off the building and did that backflip, I was like, imagine if we actually did that, like on a high jump, right? You should a backflip into a double jump or whatever. Ah, oh, that'd be so cool, but probably won't. 
But um, yeah, no, Hunter's Hunter's got that big area area of effect, and Bungie's leaning more and more to Warlocks just living in the air, just like making Warlocks a genuine AC one thirty forever. Because even their super right now, from what I just saw, is just a bunch of strand missiles just coming out and seeking enemies out. You know, it's just like, come on. I mean, it's cool and all, but like, like, like. Like everything they do is is like missile based and whatnot. I mean, I guess it's the thing they're they're range they characters. Are, or they are the architects. You better be careful talking about them. They are the <laughs> they're gonna oh, oh, when that season comes out, oh, I'm gonna start playing PvP just to kill as many warlocks as possible. I remember you, architect, kill me here, architect there. Oh, the revenge is gonna be sweet. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 cool. I really like the gun color. I like the color schemes, man. It's 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 the bright neon yeah. green, the, and that that gun was that really cool neon purple color. You know, I'm really liking the color schemes of next of the next season. Digging the lateral movement abilities and whatnot, and they showed like, like I'm saying lateral movement because it showed the hunter like tether in midair, but instead of going towards the tether, he actually did a big ass arc around the enemies. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. it's not just you know you you hit tether and you go towards tether. No, you can you can tether out and then swing left or it looks like right or whatever. It's like it's way more movement options than I thought it was gonna have. I just thought it was like you know go to that spot like uh like like a like a grappling hook. There you go. I thought it was gonna be like a grappling hook type of movement option, but it's more than that. It's it's lateral. It looks like I wonder if you can go. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, now that I know that it's it's more than what I thought, I'm going to see how far we can take it. But it looks really, really, really good. And I think you're talking about you don't have to play Strand. I think you might be wrong in that aspect because if you're going to have this new movement ability that is Strand, a.k.a. basically an extra jump, my guess is most of the things next season will be built around you having to use that extra movement to get from point A to point B. So that's what I thought about stasis though too. Like I don't think they're gonna require you to use it to, to complete activities. I, I promise you I here I am I'm promising you right now I'm not betting you I've learned but I <laughs> promise you right now that uh that um if in a raid if nothing else in a raid, there's going to be something in the raid that's going to require you to have some kind of strand-based movement. You know, you're going to need that extra little distance to reach a, a ledge or something like that that you otherwise couldn't reach without having strand equipped. Um, that'd be my guess. You know, if you're going to go into a raid during a strand season and they just introduce this new movement ability, my guess is they would they would have to incorporate it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah. That that's just that's what I'm saying. Take it or leave it. I'm gonna leave. Most people are gonna leave it. Uh, we'll what? You know, it goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's only gonna be a part, but yeah. I mean, I don't think they're not gonna alienate anyone who doesn't can't whatever use strand. I'm also curious to see just how the unlock works. If it's gonna be similar to the last couple, like arc, like the the three O reworks. Probably. Where, here, where here's a bunch of the kit, and then once the raid goes live with the dungeon or. After this this window, then we'll open it up for the rest of you. You can use all of the aspects of fragments it's, it's going to have, or but I mean that's all that we're getting a lot of 
it's going to be interesting because it's it's not just you know the strand and stuff. It's going to be that the whole new season, the the end of the end of our big arc, and you know they're rebuilding all of those other systems that are going to lightfall. It's going to be another just big change of just how the game is going to play and work and the systems in it. Uh, I guess they're probably are going to. I mean, it, it's it's been working for them. Why wouldn't they do it again? You know, I I'm tired of it. I'm tired of having to pay fifty thousand glimmer to get a grenade. You know, I, eh, I, don't, I don't want to do that. Just, just give me my skill. It's, it's. Well, I don't know if it's light based. It's. Why am I paying Ikora to teach me a thing? Right? Is is why I'm aggravated. Ikora, are you an expert in Strand? All of a sudden, why, why am I coming to you to buy to buy abilities from you? Right? No, not how that should be. Just give me my stuff, and let me move on. Right? I don't want to have to pay for it. Because otherwise she'd be completely unemployed. We can't have that. I wouldn't mind that. She's a scholar. She doesn't need employment. She gets grants. There you go. Yeah. So would you also like to take a leap of faith like I know Nightima would? Oh, my God. Back to the Iron Temple and the Rise of Iron Age? You don't understand because you've never played the Assassin's Creed games. Nope. I've had to yell, we're going to have to wipe before jumping off a raid platform just to see how far you can fall. You know, for science. Yeah, but the leap of faith, it's a whole thing. It's its almost a religious thing inside the game, right? So the leap of faith is is before you become an assassin or before you, they give you the cloak of the assassin, you got to go like to a high-ass location and you just have to jump. You know, you, you hold your hands out and you just jump. Like, it, I mean, it's a leap of faith, right? So you okay. jump and then you Where? land in a pile of hay and you survive. And woo, now you're an assassin, right? But Where would I go to do that in Destiny? Yeah. Give me, give me, respawn. I'm going to need to head to the world of destiny, climb the tallest peak, and jump off it. And then I need uh, to record it and use rates. the hashtag <laughs> leaping to the light. All right. Well, I, I'm going to need that movie of the week. So I need to find the tallest peak and leap off to it. Off, off, uh, leap uh, off I, of it. Let's, let's find that out. And, you, you, and use hashtag leap into the light, and they'll pick and a few winners good. next week. I want to. I mean, I am an expert of lunging myself off of things. I will yeet myself off many a, a tall platform. There's no, there's no literal mountain to climb. Now, now, can I go back into Destiny One and yeet myself off that, off that mountain? Will I that work? They didn't say you couldn't. It they does say the they, world of Destiny after all. Well, location K one crew quarters lost sector. It takes you seven seconds to hit the ground. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Here we go. Right here. Well, there we go. So yeah. yeah. You too, Guardian, could yeet yourself off of platforms or mountains or whatever you can find, record it, and try to win movie of the week next week. That that seems attainable. That's the thing I can do. I can fall. I can fall with style. I tell you what you can do though. You can give us all the player support report in style. Because you really only can. you can do that. I know. I I I, I listened when I'm not here, and you're right. You're 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 not wrong there, sir. Mm-hmm. So so I too have your report. Um We've Wait, told you. Did you just take a stab at us? Oh, I took two or three stabs at you, but you didn't see the knife because I bounced it off a wall. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were somehow unaware, Stadia is shutting down. And I've also known when you go to log into anything in the Destiny world, there's now a, a little bit of text on the Stadia login button going, hey, this isn't going to be around much longer. We've told you. If you're on Stadia... You've, you've been able to cross save by now. I know you have. You have until January 13th. Otherwise, very, very bad things happen. Sorry. Oh, January 11th. On, on Destiny 2 on Stadia, will go offline starting January 11th. Yeah, the week Which is one week prior to the Stadia shutdown. 
So really, if you don't enable cross-save on Stadia sometime in the month of December, then I don't think you love your Guardian enough, and you know maybe you're just not meant to be together. So yeah, so you have until January 11th when Destiny 2 will stop working, and then one week later on the 18th, um, there is no more Stadia, period, full stop, the end. So enable your cross-save. Do it. Do it. Do it. There's matchmaking changes. I alluded to the fact that there are many different kinds of matchmaking in this game. And uh, Bungie feels that the few matchmaking changes to Crucible have reduced latency, um, but may increase the matchmaking times in some instances. So they're continuing to look at these and monitor, monitor them and, you know, to make a better Crucible experience is their goal. The Rose Hand Cannon about is, is back. The Rose, try that again. The Rose Hand Cannon is back and received an update. Players who are acquiring the Rose Hand Cannon after completing their seven placement series matches in the competitive division should no longer be experiencing that issue. They should actually receive the Rose Hand Cannon upon logging into Destiny 2. Wait, how do you do that? You play your seven placement matches in the competitive list in Crucible, and you can do oh, so on each character. So each character, each character, you can receive one of them a week. So some people got them early, some people got them for just touching the game. So... And then some people weren't getting them at all. So play your seven matches. You should get a Rose Hand Cannon to drop. Maybe. Um, there's a Bungie Bounty Emblem update. Uh, if you're still missing the emblem uh, and you submit a ticket to the missing emblem form, uh, you don't need to submit a new one. Uh, even if you receive a message, your ticket's been closed. It hasn't. They'll reopen it and get it out to you. Your Gahalafoam ornament codes. If you got it, if you re if you ordered your nerfed giant Galahorn. Uh, you may have received a code for the ornament that didn't work. Uh, now your code should work. Go look at your PDF, and now it should actually work for you. <laughs> and there's an update coming next week, which is going to fix you know a bunch of things that they'll tell us about later. I'm going to guess it's something part of the known issues list. Sit back and relax, because um, a couple of our known issues. Free players may block... Sorry, free-to-play free players may be blocked from the Season of Plunder introductory mission, Salvage Formation, with, while the Season of Seraph is active. Players must first complete the Season of the Seraph introductory mission hierarchy on Europa before they can access Salvage and the Salvation in the Helm. The Project Sundown quest step may not be able to be picked up if the player's bounty's inventory is full. Players will need to make room in their inventory to pick up the quest step. Some Seraph armor may display the message, unlock this item in collections to purchase when viewing the seasonal vendor screen. If a player sees this message, they may still need to earn the armor elsewhere before purchasing it, the additional armor from the vendor. Oh boy. Rasputin's name sometimes doesn't appear when speaking. Sometimes two waypoints may appear when a ghost is hacking the lobby door during the Mars Heist Battlegrounds. Do not be fooled. Solstice armor ornaments that were synthesized, aka transmogged, no longer appear equipable. <gasps> also, while players have been requesting that we give the option to synthesize both the regular Solstice 2022 armor and the Glow version, we are unable to do that for this armor set. However, they are going to look into it for next time. Player characters who can't play Season of the Seraph's Hierarchy Introductory Mission on Europa may first need to launch into the Throne World, watch the cutscene, and play the first mission <laughs> there. Once this is complete... Basically, you're going to need to go back and play all the things for them to work in certain cases. Some players are receiving seasonal challenge notifications that they cannot claim. Oh, this should resolve in week three and or week three. five. 
and or week five. Oh my god, I gotta wait for this thing to go away for at least a month? Maybe. So Bungie, between no, week three and no, five, this, it should no, stop Bungie, flashing. Stop all the teams from doing anything else and fix this. No, 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 no. Fix the APIs first. Let that yeah. team still Yeah, yeah fix, fix up it. Okay. Have, have, you know it, it can I, be I, standard I or worse after that. I'm sorry. Yes, fix the APIs. Sorry. <laughs> and then fix this! Also, you're going to need to fix the seasonal artifacts description before acquisition still mentions playing the season 18 introductory mission, even though we're here in season 19. The catalyst from the Manticore appears in the kinetic tab in collections instead of the energy tab. The artifact mods aren't appearing in regular class items, but are appearing in artifice class items. So that's fine. They should be, obviously. The unstoppable cannon mod cycles the unstoppable perk when aiming down sights on any weapon, causing the audio... To loop. Parody. So I mm-hmm. thought this was in the air, right? It's not, right? But mm-hmm. so the grenade mod. Oh, I was so disappointed. Also, I didn't read, right? But I saw the grenade holster mod. I'm like, yes! Yes! Woo! I put it on immediately. And I was like, reloading. what's going on? <laughs> I read the whole mod. It's like, for heavy grenade launchers. I'm like, Oh, I can't believe! And then they put the symbol for it is the breech loader grenade launcher. They could. I was so upset. Oh, I'm so upset. This is from the company that brought you the Iron Banner challenge. That was something like we have a picture of a sword. We actually want you to use a pulse rifle, but it's actually actually a hand cannon. We need you to get killed. Zeb Orbit, see. Zeb Orbit, he's on my side. He said, same. Honestly, sure. same. You should put a heavy grenade launcher symbol on there, not a breech loader. That's false advertising. That's the artwork they had. That's the artwork you get. What's funny <laughs> is that Respawn reminds me of the character Bulldog in Frasier. So much. Just like the, 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 just the rage straight away. And then when somebody explains it, Oh, okay, yeah. Just, just carry but just oh, Because no. I'm not unreasonable. I'm angry. There's a difference. No, but sometimes you're angry for the wrong reasons, and then you go, oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Again, reasonable. <laughs> Please continue, parody. <laughs> yes, sorry. I just yeah. had to say that because I thought it was a bug. I'm like, it's not working. No, nope, it was it, working. It's just, it, yep, it needs to work the way it needs to work. Um, unfortunately, players are also getting stuck on the lasers in the Europa Heist Battleground. So that's good times. The Wellspring perk is not splitting ability energy pools properly. So instead of giving giving energy to the, the the thing with the least energy, it's doing something else. Um, your audio for the Cold Heart Exotic Trace Rifle has been changed. D- to what? I don't know. Maybe it's retro oh. Someone will have to shoot it and find out. <laughs> and uh, right there, but... the Rift game mode was appearing in, in the competitive division significantly more than intended. The issue has been resolved as of Wednesday afternoon. So that's one thing that was a known issue that they did fix. All of the rift. I played it yesterday, and it was the first thing it gave me. So it's not fixed. Fixed. Well, well, but was it significantly more? They're not saying it's gone. They played one game, but yeah, yeah. people are calling for it to be gone. But it's it apparently was coming up a lot. What was? I saw no rift. Yeah, but what was not showing up? Oh, Rift was not showing up, Rift, like in general. No, Rift was showing up way more often. You know, in a rotate, in a in a oh. list of number of choices, oh. it was like, "How about Rift? Would you like Rift? How about Rift? We have a Rift for you. We have other things, but also, can I offer you Rift? Yeah. Do you have Eleanor Shellstrop's file, and not a cactus? 
and you'll either get the good place reference and you'll laugh or you won't either way it's I, don't, fine. I don't get the reference i'm sorry sir that's okay and we have a, a number of lovely videos a number of lovely artworks because they are there next week i'm looking forward to watching videos of people leaping off of tall places and and i'm excited to watch that because that's gonna be good fun and uh bungie would like to remind you that um cookies are coming and there's a dungeon that you can maybe probably get through and play but make sure before you leave the house you've gone to the bathroom you've gotten the right clothes you've packed your overnight bag and you have every single weapon and piece of armor you're gonna need because otherwise you're gonna have to turn that car right around and go back to your vault and pick it up because all of the things of the apis are down all weekend long so you cannot use any of your apps. Hopefully by the time you hear this, the APIs will be back up and this long, dark period of the weekend will be over. But if not, you need to go to the vault and pick up all the things you need because there is no pulling them from anything. Next week, I'll be smoking a cigar on the porch and be like, yeah. Do we have a response report roundup before we go? Oh, we we sure do. We, We have quite a roundup. Bungie Hell, players are intended to receive one road. Okay, we did that already. Uh, okay, that's... Wait a minute. Yeah, that's a report roundup. We were discussing stuff. Lightfall trailer premiered at Video Game Awards. There you go. There's a link to that. I've watched it. It's pretty good. Uh, explosive payload weapons are very bright. Yeah, so okay. it's lucky Tempe put a video out. With basically, it's causing some like photosensitivity issues because they tweaked the, the explosive payloads to be like the same thing as like the arc flash but they're like taking over the entire screen levels of brightness. Oh, huh. wow. Well, they're, they're a little much. Lucky Tempe has a video I linked there in the show notes about just, you know, how it's looking, you know, especially up close. It just, it takes your entire screen in terms of different colors. It's not cool. Photosensitivity warning much? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, no, I'm saying is Bungie giving it that warning or is, is um, Bungie fixed? I mean, this I have seen a number of people mention this and the thing we're going to get to in a minute, and Bungie did like jump on responses right away as like, hey, this is something we're aware of and we're flagging. So hopefully it will be in you know in in the fixes. They also they do have a whole like photosensitivity, uh, you know, issues page that they link to about you know if you have these issues, here's how you can play the game and be aware or or deal with some of these things. Okay, yeah, hopefully it'll get fixed. Yeah. And, there's, and then we have. And then, yeah, for your reference, there's been a bunch of people sort of putting out why I've stepped away from the game, why the game is in the place I feel like. Glad, so, you know, spoke about it a little bit. Um, Crazy Mr. Pips, you may not have heard his name in a while. He put out a video this week saying sort of why he stepped away from Destiny 2. Um, so Joe Blackburn is sort of responding to that general thread of where, you know, the state of Destiny and how people are feeling about it right now. That respawn will read for you. Joe Blackburn, I just wanted to step in and say, heard loud and clear on the feedback with our current seasonal backbones. The team is expected to put some more creative risk in seasonal progressions, but there will be some time before the feedback catches up with the dev cycle. Here's a preview. Coming up next is Lightfall and Season 20. While Guardian ranks and Neruma destination pursuits are going to shake things up. On the seasonal pursuit side, major focus is reducing complexity and improving the synergy between your seasonal pursuits and the rest of the game. I'll put this so you guys can see what I'm reading, guys. I'm sorry about that. Uh, <clears throat> season 21 is the halfway mark of development, 
and the team is currently looking at ways to differentiate progression aside from having a more novel activity set up in the works. Finally, as the last bugs in Season 20 and Lightfall are wrapping up, I mean, are the... We're not getting into that. We're, we're hiding our 2023 plans and are working to make improvements in this space every season next year. There's still novelty, thematic variety, and new ways to progress your character coming to Destiny over the next several months. But, while we work to use this feedback in our future releases, I wanted to make sure everyone knows that your words are not falling on deaf ears. Yeah, so this I wanted to share. If you took nothing else out of this, here we are in, you know, December. You know, Season 19 has just launched. Season 20 is done. Season 21, they're halfway done with. So any feedback they're getting now, here at the beginning of Season 19, you're not going to see until Season 22 or 23 if it's something big and requires, you know, rebuilding, because that work is done. So just, you know, just, you know, we, we want to give feedback to Bungie and have them respond and do things quickly and go, why aren't you fixing this? Why aren't you fixing this? Well, because it may be, you know, there's a season and a half, two seasons of work that are already done that we're not going to go back and undo. So just, you know, getting that sense of, like you said, there is that lead time or the you know, lead time of dev and when they start working on a thing versus when we get to play it and touch it in our hands. So they're listening, but it's not going to be, you know, a super quick response in many cases. Right. They're just letting you know that they hear you. So shut up and wait. Uh, that's just, that's basically just I got out of it, but whatever. All right. Yep. Professor Quinn, Medicine Woman, says the lasers that lock onto our guardians is a real trigger for seizures. Not liking it. I have to use Invis and wait until my ability recharges so I don't have to see it. I literally dread the activities that it's in now. Um, again, I'm main Invis Hunter, so doesn't really bother me too much. And it sometimes is still locks on even when you're Invis. Oh, wow. Or between the gaps and the rocks, etc. I have to go slow and be careful to try to do the one-eye close thing if I catch it in time. All right. Uh, usually, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm sensitive to those kinds of things, but I can sometimes feel what they would feel, you know, because I got issues with colors and stuff like that, and sometimes that plays a part into it. But I didn't. I didn't feel like that was a big deal. Huh. Right. Well. well yeah. 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 I mean, that's one of the things. I mean, you know, if you're if you're susceptible to seizures and things with light, it is an issue. You know, people are having, and this is one where again, Bungie, one of the Bungie VFX artists, like jumped on this thread immediately and was like. Hey, let me, you know, let's take this online. Tell me more about what you're experiencing with this. So they're, again, they're jumping on this, like immediately going, oh yeah, this is the thing we don't want to happen. We don't want to give people seizures playing our game. So, but just, if you have these issues, be aware that that's another place you may run into them. DFB has given us this wonderful new crucible map. Thank you for this. Um, He's (laughs) spelled everything out for us. Uh, The big one in the middle is rank with no rewards, alpha meta. Cool. Uh, the one all the way to the right is harsh SBMM and awful maps. Yep. Uh, the one to the left is rift. Uh, the one to the bottom is also rift. Mm -hmm. Uh, and everything else on this map is rift. So excellent. Uh, you know, for those of us that didn't really know how to read this, this clarifies a lot. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, and he says basically, Bungie, this is not okay. We can't wait six months to change this. You have to do something now. So yeah. Uh, Destiny Recipe says, how long does cleaning your vault take with the vault cleaner? According to my stats, 28,000 people use the vault cleaner this week, and the average time spent from start to finish is about 8 minutes, 49 seconds. Wow! It takes me like an hour. <laughs> I'm you are, everything. You are, you are above average, as we've always said. 
<laughs> or maybe below average in this case if it takes me that long. Golly. Uh, clean your vault in less than 10 minutes. Here, ooh, it's a link. What's yeah. it take us to? Oh, it will um, take you to the vault cleaner that, that guess what's not going to work while the APIs are down. But hopefully by the time you hear this, oh, you yeah, too no, can go to destinyrecipes.com slash vault and you will not get a big warning that says, hey, everything's broken. Fair enough. TMG says, from the team, we want to alleviate confusion around skill, MMR, and division rating and how they are coupled. The New Help article has quite a bit of detail. Uh, he puts up two which, links about which we'll link on our show notes. stuff. Yeah, okay. To cover one common hypothetical, if your division rating is too far above your skill, it starts severely limiting how much rating you gain on a win and eventually stopping altogether. Wow! Until you either lose or your skill catches up. Goodness gracious, man. It should never stop completely. That's stupid. Wow. How do you gain skill? Play well, basically. Get good. Get good, <laughs> <scrub>. <laughs> and play better than the other players around you. Uh, get kills, don't die, capture spark, kill and defense spark orders, etc. If an action aids your team in winning that game mode, it contributes to your skill. Uh, so what if you don't do any of those things and you just kill the other team fast enough to that they can't do anything to your team? Does that count as skill? Huh. Maybe. I, uh, okay, we started the new competitive experience with a fresh skill pool intentionally. So placement play can see a wide swing in skill based on your personal performance. But that should settle down by the time your placement series finishes. Yeah, it's hopefully by the time you've done your seven games, it, it more or less knows you're either a 4.0 player or an 0.4 player and will put you more or less in a band you need to be in. Uh, Bungie Help says, while the API is offline, Game to give donations can still be redeemed and acquired in game. Twitch drops can still be earned, but they will be delayed and won't appear on Bungie.net accounts until the until next week. Anyone who qualifies for the Twitch drop will still receive their emblem. And last but not least, we have identified the cause of ongoing error code issues and are investigating a fix. To facilitate this, Destiny Companion features will remain unavailable on web mobile, and third-party apps throughout the weekend. That's awesome. Your API was breaking the game. So cool. And that does it for dun, 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 Response Raid Report of Doom! Well, I don't know about Doom. I'm sure there's some Doom. There's limited Doom. Oh, yeah, it's Doom-ish. Doom adjacent. So now I know Night Demon told us he would have a, a, a fine collection of, of, of videos, a yes. hand-picked selection of things for us. What do you have for us? A tip, a trick, yes, a build, a guide? There are lots of tips, tricks, guides, and builds this week of you know what to collect in the game, the new weapons in the game, the dungeon. So I was waiting for the dungeon to kind of come out. So there will be a curated list of for Season of the Seraph in our show notes for this season like i've done for the previous season so if you're still doing previous season stuff if you look in our show notes at the bottom of the each episode it's the I kind of copy and paste the same stuff so it's there every week so you'll find stuff from last season a whole list of stuff and the previous season before that and the new season so go and check those out if you are looking for doing stuff in the season I won't list it now because there's there there is so much to kind of get through. I've just got to sift through it tonight and put it down on the um the list. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's it, that's it from me. I mean, you, you had some stuff that I will also put in the show notes for people to check out that we've talked about. But yeah, I, I feel that is the end of 
the show. Hopefully. Is it? No, I think it definitely is. I think I think our YouTube video has gone live. I think all of our lovely patrons, 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 yes. patrons. God, words are really Ooh, hard. Ooh, can we call them patrones? Oh, the patrones, the excellent patrones we have at the patrone.com slash TTH, which was also a real treat listening to you two struggle over the fact that it's not two Titans and a Hunter. I'm trying to give the people shorter things to type in. <laughs> so I said TTH seemed nice and short and was available and good. Maybe I should change it just to help 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 the poor my poor co-host here trying to remember where to go for things. We, we need no, honestly speaking, literally gave them notes. We need to create a show notes. that only us can see, and that says intro, outro, Patreon list. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I sent I sent it to one of you who who shall remain nameless. Don't send it to no. us. Put it in its own room. That way, either he or I can go look at it. You're never going to look for it. Come on, let's be honest here. Oh, my God. But, you know, but, what, but what you could look for is, is patreon.com slash TTH to find our lovely Patreon, where we have our phenomenal patrons. We're Zep Orbit, who, in addition to giving night giving, or I'm sorry, in addition to giving Respawn grief about everything, which you absolutely should do, you can't threaten him with a good time. And we we try. We try to threaten him with a good time. It can't be done. Have you seen our Otter Dance troop? Because they are incredible. The T-Rex King, Dedicated Way M64. Star Vortiger Trials Trials Legend who met Respawn on the opposite team the other week in Trials. <laughs> and the Scarlet KM. Phenomenal Otter Dance Trip. You never know where you're going to find it. You may hunt them down in Trials. They may hunt you down in Trials. You got to watch your back. What you should absolutely watch is, is the grenades incoming from Carver 2782, We Noble, Golden God 1562, and basically NACL. Basically Salt. They're throwing grenades at you. And finally, Deacon has granted her approval to PP Pipe and Lord Master Chaos. Which, I mean, we all seek it. They found it. Great job, team. We appreciate you. Right. And this, this friend, is where I say thank you for joining us. Your Titans are paired to Night Team, and your Hunters don't want to respond to real life. Hi, guys. We have heard, we have heard rumblings from our lore guy that there may be lore. So you should send him, if you see him anywhere, just send him more lore. Like this where twab, just, just wear lore. He allegedly will bring some back to us at some point. You can email the show at two Titans and a Hunter at hotmail.com. We're on Twitter at the number two Titans underscore Hunter. We're on everywhere else, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, anywhere, two times in a hunter. You know how the search field works. I believe in you. Um, we were using our best pirate voices. We were dancing in the tower. Now we're robots trying to avoid the lasers, That's trying scary. to make sure all the robots don't plan all the robot uprising together. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podcasts, Overcast, really all the casts. Really just go to Spotify and type in Destiny 2. You'll find us. Much to Gator chagrin, there we are staring at you. Watch the show or all of our lovely videos on YouTube. We're at twotitans100.com. And uh, again, if you want to join our lo- lovely Otter Dance troop, threaten people with good times or throw grenades, patreon.com slash TTAH. Or if you want to just toss a couple shekels our way, coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash hunter. And as always, respawn streams this show whenever it may happen, whenever he's not on an airplane, at twitch.tv slash the one respawns in real life. And oftentimes... Given the outcome of the World Cup and the current uh, disease structure in Night Demon's house, he streams at twitch.tv slash two times the hunter early, early in the morning here in the U.S., 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. on Wednesdays, which is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. UTC in Jolly Old England. So tune into those. Give our people some love and uh, we love you. And until next week, gents, any parting words for the people? This season's armor is amazing. I love Warmind Armor, and this season they did not disappoint. Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast.
Excellent. Well, I'm going to give two quick shout outs where if for some reason you've run out of our show to listen to, the the person we love, we love to quote and love to mention, PB Pipe, was on Guardian Downcast this past week. So you should go check out that episode. And Hawkslayer was over on Guardian Hub recently, too. So you should you definitely listen to that. You, you should go enjoy them there. <laughs> he, had, he had them crying about me still crutching on invisibility. After all this time, they're still crying about that. You absolutely need to listen to that inventory. That was hilarious. Not not inventory, interview. <laughs> you could listen to inventory, but it's much tr- trickier that way. <laughs> I guess you could. What's with this sorry. cowboy hat thing? Why, why do people keep saying cowboy hats? What did I miss? Um, you, you can earn cowboy hats in the game. And that game was awfully quiet. Or both of you are quiet, or something's happening. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm yeah, trying not to cough. Oh, I'm just looking up seven more bits of information he can include in the next video about next week in Destiny. That's all. Right? Aren't you British? Don't you have like a plethora of different herbal teas to help you not do that? Not do what? Cough. I don't drink tea all the time. I don't know why you think I drink tea all the time. Because you're British, mate. That's what we've been conditioned to <laughs> believe. You're, you're just drinking tea 99% of the time. No. Right. The, you don't even much know water that's how your thing t- unless you're mixing it with your tea. <laughs> we're pretty much convinced that's, that's how your entire economy runs. It's just based on tea. Mm. That's right. The pound. I mean, look at the pound. It's called a pound because it's how much a pound of tea is, you know? So <laughs> you're, Even your currency works on tea. So this is where we hit the button. Goodbye, everybody. Deuces!